There are two of us. There are there's, a lot. There's, there's two of us. Smashing. Two of them, two is, of as, them. The, as the meme meme says are you aware of that meme no what's that meme it's just a meme where there's two kittens right and, and they, they're quite cute and mm. the picture of them is quite low quality and it's quite sort of it's it maybe it seems like it's taken on digital camera maybe from like the late noughties or mid to early noughties and it just has some t like two kittens that almost don't look real like on a kind of um on a <laughs> sorry pulling out, pulling out my digital <laughs> yeah, exactly you see two kittens well, and i think they're i think they're on like a blue duvet mm. but it kind of looks like they're on a blue screen sure but also it's not a very good quality so you couldn't really like key mm. them in mm. and they're just sitting there and they just kind of both look the same they're like twin little gray kittens that mm -hmm. you know when kittens are so young that they look a bit stupid yes their eyes are slightly yeah. cross-eyed there's two of them and at the bottom it just so says two, two of them. them i was yeah. i was reading something the other day that said like all of the memes that we think of as like sort of in some way current yeah. they're all probably from like 10 years ago at this point like that meme is almost certainly from like 2015 yeah I'd say, at like I don't know. I, I, it's one of those things where I think, for me now, I only get to see memes when they've already entered the circulation. Mm, yeah. Like, if there's somebody that's tangentially, like, making a YouTube video of something that I, like, want mm. to see, yeah. I, they might reference a meme in yeah. it, right? And that will be where I see the meme. And usually, yeah. by the time that those sort of memes have got into the sort of thing that I see, yeah. I don't... Yeah, they're, they're usually pretty... Yeah. They're pretty, like, everyone already understands them, otherwise you wouldn't be putting them in your YouTube video. There was something that um, that uh, Jay Springett said in a, in a recent post where he said, being off Twitter is really weird. It's like you, you don't see the weather by looking outside, you just hear about it, the weather on Substack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very funny line. Um, that's basically, like, yeah, I, I feel like that's that's about right. Like, I don't, you know... I, Online culture yeah. dispatches. Yeah. Maybe they need to come back. Mm. Maybe it needs to be, like... Because it used to be that that was the whole thing, right? There'd be... There'd be someone writing a zine or a magazine or a yeah. column, and they'd tell you what it was like in some particular, you know, whatever their particular, uh, you know, community mm -hmm. or, or drama was going on in their like, you know, mm -hmm. lo loca locality when yeah. in San Francisco or whatever. Sure. And then you'd find out what the cool people were mm -hmm. thinking, but and but obviously you couldn't mm -hmm. be there because you had to be there and you're on mm -hmm. a different continent. Yeah. So therefore, you'd you'd get like a dispatch mm -hmm. where it would be like some crazy shit went down sure, in some yeah. meeting of artists in the mm. town hall of such and such and yeah. this is you know I call the news I think that's what yeah. <laughs> but like you know what I mean I feel maybe mm. the news needs to make a comeback sure like, like I, I think that's what's that's what, what, what's sort of weird about it is that obviously that all used to occur very much like sort of not completely behind closed doors, but just not not in a public way that is uh, revisitable. Yeah. Whereas now, like a lot of stuff occurs, sort of in either out in public or in a way where it like it all ends up being public when the DM log skip drops. Yeah, the, there's the, a the, tape the, you yeah. can rewind exactly. to, like at any point. Where they, yeah. yeah, it used to be more of a kind of collaborative storytelling. Well, kind I mean, of I, around the yeah. around the fire, which was the, yeah. the you know the the, the, the column inches, yeah. right? Well, there, there wasn't there was an episode of um, a uh, a podcast called uh bodega box office recently which uh which which friend of the show sean who is currently suffering with covid so feel better soon oh. sean um is, is is on and he was it was they were watching uh they watched 24-hour party people oh yeah the, yeah uh, the the film about the sort of the factory I, records basically i must have seen that about five or six years mm -hmm. ago i think yeah yeah but like it, it sort of sounds like a lot of that stuff like that it, it's effectively like that but for yeah. that right it, it, it's, it's like that it's film is just very sort of like that the, yeah. it's, 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 it's all of the sort of like the stuff that happened but also the stuff 
stuff about the legends of what happened where yeah. you have like characters have turning the camera it? and being no, no I recommend it, it is sure. good but it is yeah. it's almost it's slightly unwatchable it's mm. slightly fuck the viewer mm. I think me I think I've seen it twice actually mm. I think I sh- me and Kat watched it the, the last time I saw it and Kat was like yeah that was quite a like viewer hostile mm. and also it's it's one of those things I think Kat remarked upon it that at the time like when we watched it that it's one of those stories where like everybody in the in the entire story is like a dick mm. because it's one of those like real world stories mm. and a lot of the time like when there's a real world kind of social situation where there's a lot of drama and conflict it's because everybody is just like really really just a huge dick and like sure, it's just yeah. sort of kind of off on their own kind of thing also all the cocaine right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it's definitely one of those kind of like what, what, ca- chaos yeah. ensues one, one of the one of, one of the funny the funny things about it was that Sean was saying that based on the on, on the, uh, the the biography of Tony Wilson or, yeah. the, or either biography or it was like the Tony Wilson like commentary on the film yeah, where, yeah which yeah. is like I imagine quite fun yeah know, well, him turning to camera yeah. and suddenly yeah, just yeah. doing a bit no, but like specifically he did like a, a oh, commentary right. over, like actually oh, Tony right, Wilson right, did right. a commentary over the film yeah um, I don't he think was, I've heard that yeah which you know I know very little well, there about are, actually, the there thing, are, like, there are yeah. bits in the film I think where there's the real Tony Wilson I can't actually remember at this stage mm. it's kind, it's definitely one of those that's yeah. a weird blur type of films yeah but like he, that apparently he was saying like one, one of the things that was sort of you know inaccurate was that they didn't really do as much coke as they did we, they were just like constantly blunted all the time right apparently um, which is interesting. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, 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 the thing is, it's one of those things where like, I have a whole bunch of like disconnected like fact knowledge. You know, you know sometimes yeah, yeah, when, yeah. That we, when you have a bunch of like things that you know will but like, not help yeah, with the story. Because it doesn't, <laughs> it hasn't for me. Yeah, because what you need is like a coherent framework in some way yeah. to fit everything into or like some sort of. Uh, you know, uh, something where well, you can like, the arrange the information. Because the factory thing around. was mm. kind of that. It's, yeah, it's weird to think about that. Like the the idea of trying to create meaning in a mm. in a in a collaborative mm. way with a bunch mm. of people by you know the idea that they give everything a catalogue number or whatever. But, it, but <laughs> when, I, when I heard that, know. I was just like, I mean, that sounds like the joke with the, the original joke of the Memphis episode number. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're un, 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 unintentionally uh, ripping off. Like, yeah, yeah. But that it is very much like that. There's something kind of vaguely, mm. I don't know, like. Mm liturgical or whatever but there's there's this there's this kind of almost like religiosity to it where they're trying to kind of create this mm. this you could imagine that those people right that tony wilson mm. if he'd been born a hundred years mm. earlier would have been some like radical like pastor of some sure. kind right he would have been some like mm. christian scientist or something right he would have been doing some really mm. weird yeah and then and, you know because it's it's almost exactly the same thing mm. Uh, and it's kind of like weird to think of like that as an impulse, which ended up in that case because you know electronic music or whatever was coming mm. along, and and like post punk music, that yeah. was what it created at the time. Because yeah. that was what the thing was that was you know mm. the kind of people that was in were into that. Yeah, you know, it's weird. No, yeah. definitely. I recommend the movie. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give it a look. I, I don't know if I'll watch yeah. it again, but it's it's, it's worth yeah. seeing. I was I was trying to think what um. As I, like, have I actually watched? Can I just record, report something secondhand uh, from someone else that I know who, who talks about it on a podcast as well? I was trying to think what I've watched recently, whether I've whether, mm. I, whether I have seen any films. But honestly, Joseph, I've been reading books, and not mm. even not even particularly like. Uh, well, I've been reading some worthy stuff, but mostly I've just been because um, I, I I had. Um, given to me the other day a late birthday present from a um, friend of the show Shona shout mm-hmm. out Shona mm-hmm. legend um, because we were we were talking a little while about a book that they'd mentioned in their like years year rundown video of all of the books oh yeah yeah um, and they were the, the one that they chose was one called The Last Human and they talked about it and they were just like there's a sick system in it and I was like okay that a sounds a system yeah I was like oh hell yeah let's go what um, kind of system is it it's, so basically the, the, the sort of the, the idea of it is that you've got a um uh, this sort of like big 
uh, interstellar empire governed by this sort of like um i mean this kind of this bit isn't really revealed until later in the book so i guess skip ahead um however long if you don't want spot um i mean i'll try i'll try and note down the time yep. um <laughs> uh 7:55 yeah um will that be after that yeah but yeah yeah whatever it is um yeah <laughs> so we'll we'll um so yeah there's this big big space empire that's, that's run by this like sort of big um, it's not exactly machine intelligence, I suppose. It's more like, a, well, it is a machine intelligence, but like sort of composite intelligence um, of, of of all of the networked devices and people within it. Mm. Um, and then basically, it's it's composed of all sorts of races. Um, and there are uh, basically the way that it works is once a race goes past a certain technology threshold, they get invited to join. And as a effectively a prerequisite for that they all get networked up to the network hmm. and they can't there are a few things they can't do so they can't um like research faster than light travel or they can't um yeah i think ftl is the main thing because it means that you can like travel outside the network and do things that like you can fire projectiles at relativistic speeds which can't really be protected against yeah, yeah, yeah. and um you also basically it's like you can either join the network or you can't but if you can't then you can't research these things anyway and we'll watch you and make sure you don't and you can't leave your solar system hmm. so um basically everyone is all, all of these alien races are in this network um but they all hate the humans because the humans are basically like um like they sort of did this you know uh, again this is all like revealed like quite a bit later on in the book where it's like everyone hates the humans for reasons that are unspecified but it's basically because humans would like just go around like nuking whole solar systems effectively mm. um because they were art their their like evolution was artificially um accelerated and they were like uplifted by this other like collective intelligence right who was basically trying to it's, it's one of those things where it's like i can't the the it was it was good and it was enjoyable. It just had a few things in it where I was just like, I wish that this had been given more time to breathe, or I wish that that had been explored a little bit more. Or, in the case of the big like artificial intelligence thing, it was like, you know how the lads are always like, sort of they spend all their time thinking about like, oh, what would this be? And like the most interesting one they've been able to come up with so far is like, Roko's Battle, which is incredibly stupid. But like at least that's yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas this lad seems basically just to want to like carry on directing traffic. Like in fact, yeah, he's yeah. just like, we need to maintain the the sort well, of stability Roko's of this. Is mainly interesting mm. in that it's. A reflection of its the community that created it mm. right it's like a it's a mirror kind of thing yeah right? whereas yeah. what does this reflect it reflects it, the idea that there would be a, yeah. something maybe profoundly boring going yeah, on right which, well, I, at, I, at the core I wouldn't, of all i of wouldn't this. object to that but like that's sort of not really what it seemed to be going for like what i was i was thinking is basically he's, there's, the, there's the thing where it's like they, 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 it does a lot with sort of scale stuff it does a lot with sort of like you start off with and because the other co- conceit behind it, and this is the thing that was sort of interesting to me originally, is basically you have a, uh, like, sort of everyone gets, like, an an intelligence grade, right? Mm. So uh, I think 1.8 is, like, the cutoff for being considered, like, sentient or whatever. Yeah. And then below that, you're kind of, like, you know, w- w- not not really, like, a full citizen or whatever. But, like, you know, I don't think they get treated badly, but they just get treated, like, basically. Well, every like, individual morons. person... Or yeah, that, and like, right. so, well, I think there are like it's one of those things where like species obviously have sort of like relations within that. And there's yeah, there's, yeah. there's a mention at one point of one of the AIs wanting to try and like test out of being in whatever thing he is. This is the trouble. It's one novel, and it's like a longish novel. It sounds like, like a lot of stuff for sci-fi. To... Yeah, yeah. For sci-fi, it's like longish, which is like 400 pages because usually it's like generally like 300-ish pages yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that they get. But like, and I I I don't say this often about uh, it should have been like maybe two or three books because it's like not that the not the not the each idea maybe could have worked really 
well if it had been given the chance to breathe a bit but none of them were and it meant that yeah. sort of some stuff kind of gets skipped over and skipped through and like the sort of the stuff that feels like it could be more interesting doesn't get explored and there are things where I like kept so like the, the intelligence system thing I kept expecting someone to be like this is because like you have bits where you're getting the perspective of the human who is like a sort of I guess like a two maybe yeah um, and then you have other characters who are like you know sort of like three which is like sort of very smart individual and then once you get up to four you're in like a sort of like group hive mind intelligence something and yeah, then yeah, five yeah, is yeah. like planet scale intelligence so it's basically like the, the and the way that it generally shows it is like that the, when you're taking the perspective of those characters that mm. it's um effectively they're just very good at like working out what other people are going to do but the mm-hmm. trouble with that and it reminds me of a comment that someone made about the fucking um harry potter and the methods of rationality thing isn't that mm-hmm. he has a trouble writing things writing like like character the trouble with his like genius characters isn't that geniuses they're not characters mm. and it sort of like gives you this thing where it's like but i i sort of almost the opposite where it's like i don't mind the this the, the concept here but once you're trying to like get past i mean a it's not the best treatment of well, that that it, i've it's seen it's almost the implication like, that everybody mm. who is sufficiently mm. smart would just trend towards being the same person yes. and they'd all converge yeah. on not yeah. being a but, character but they'd also that they and this is the thing that, that irked me most is that they never seem to really make mistakes like the mm. only mistake that people of higher levels make is when they get like outsmarted by someone the next level up and yeah, it's just yeah. like and you have this one character who's just like oh yeah I arranged all this shit and then but the mistakes are never due up... to like having a flawed like mm. presumption yeah, or yeah, yeah flawed, exactly like, which is like you know, realistic right data like, or whatever yeah. Yeah. and what, what they instead, instead end up getting done over by is like they're in turn being manipulated by someone up the stack mm-hmm. but like I don't know like even again you know one of the things which working with numbers for a living will teach you is that however good your numbers are like there's on some level you're there's a reduction yeah. there's a simplification and you can't process everything you know like hmm. even and like I could I'm sort of okay with it if you're doing it for a you know galactic level AI super intelligence that is you know sort of using the collective processing power of all of its, you know, a little bit of all of its constituent brains or whatever. Because, like, mm-hmm. at least that's a sort of sci-fi bullshit thing. Mm. But, like, when you start going down a bit, you have to be a bit like, mm, actually, like, what's what's the deal here? Why are they, you know, this, this it doesn't feel sort of like... It, doesn't, it, it, it didn't feel like it sort of worked for me. And, you know, it was... It was I, I, and I also expected someone to be like, "Hang on, this is clearly like an artificial system designed for you know purpose X." But there was mm. so many times there was never that like purpose X to it. Like the AI superintelligence didn't really seem to have much of a like sort of direction to it. It was just like it wants to run this system, and maybe you could say it's running the system so that it stops everything from going to shit. Right? It's like yeah. it's keeping things ticking over or whatever but like you never got the sense that it was like for anything and there's all these bits in, in throughout the book where it's sort of like little you know oh a document by corporation x about how to do that and the corporation as far as i can tell is clearly meant to be like a sort of like the the the, the in world like fingers and like puppet master thing of the intelligence but mm. like there's no sense of like and again this is me saying hey there's too much in this book maybe they should get more into the, the is system it, is the it socio-economic like, is it like that thing where it's like, like the, mm. the it's not that the execution mm. is bad but mm. it's almost that the you get the sense that maybe they're not confident in the way they're executing mm. their ideas and if they were more confident they'd mm. have more time to do or maybe it's just mm. an economic well, thing well, and well, the book yeah. deal is one I mean, book what, what, yeah but you know? it's, it's, it's funny because like I read I had a look and like the dude is a he's just like a fucking software engineer somewhere yeah. so it's not like his full time job it's just like a thing that he had 
an idea for or whatever. But yeah. like, it felt very much like it really had like sort of first novel syndrome of like I want to get all my shit in. Yeah. Um, and like sometimes that can be fun. I know that this is fun. I enjoyed it as a book, but like it just felt a bit like overstuffed. You know, it was like that. It's it's clearly written by. <sighs> You know, it, it, and a lot of the, the the way that the systems worked is like that. Like I say, there is no sort of. It, it didn't seem really designed to account for, like the you know, like I say, error or you know chaos. Sort of chaos. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Like the the idea would be maybe that there's some sort of like higher level of like sort of because you you set up the it sort of sets up the network intelligence and the sort of observer intelligence as like mm-hmm. the sort of. One of them being a sort of machine intelligence, one of them being sort of an organic composite thing. Again, in a way that isn't really ever properly explained, that I would have appreciated a little bit more, maybe. Um, and it's sort of it, and you and you and and they're sort of like this this order chaos dire. But like every time I was like, okay, well the narrative clearly it looks like it's going to go in this direction, and then it sort of didn't go in that direction, and not in a whoa swerve way. It was like like it was always meant to. Like you're sort of expecting the main characters to have a sort of like slightly like fuck you reaction which they do but then that ended up just playing into what it was going to do anyway which is like maybe this is inevitable but it does the trouble is like all of these things it basically feels like the only way that they can think of this thing is by basically making it god and like yeah like as someone you know as a actually religious person fine that's but the the way that you there's a lot if you admit to yourself that that's what you're doing then there are more interesting ways to tell that story Mm. whereas now you're you're sort of just stuck with like sort of a boring robot that can that knows exactly what it's going to do and like speaks in the same way that everybody else does like yeah yeah if, if it had been like there's no there was no like sort of you know the, the point of a deity um not the point but like one of the things about a deity right is that like it is somehow awe-inspiring and it does some stuff with scale but like when you're when it's when they're actually talking to the deity like the, the sort of the network figure it's just literally like a boring dude who's like it seems just like bored and wants them to get on with it so that they can move on to the next thing. And like mm. the way that they sort of portray like uh, the higher level sort of stuff is like the same fucking like, you know, oh, your mind wouldn't be able to handle this. So you're just standing on a beach because it's always a fucking beach in these things. Like, and you're oh, holding can, a stone. Uh, that's is the it universe. contact that's a beach? I'm pretty sure. Probably. It's very similar. Yeah. I think a rock, I can't remember, it's a beach, yeah, yeah. but like the waves aren't moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's always <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, you know, fine. But like, it, 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 or like it's, a hitchhiker's guide yeah. that it's the, mm. the the waves are still, but the buildings are moving. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. Brighton Beach. Yeah. But like, that's it, it, it's it's. It's, in the book of Hitchhiker's Guide, mm. it's Brighton Beach that they're on. Mm. But in the TV series, it's South End. Can't believe this. They're, we yeah, are erasure of Brighton. Yeah. Speaking of Brighton Beach, Finest, by the way, funnest uh, beachfront yeah. destination. Fun, uh, RIP Jeff. Speak. Fun, fun fact about um, Brighton Beach that I discovered the other day mm-hmm. on um, the Subversive Sussex uh, History Tour. Strong recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was great fun. Um, and your your uh, the fiver that you pay for it goes towards a uh, local vegan food bank, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, the Brighton Beach used to have like there was a load of stuff like built on it. it was called like lower brighton or something like lower town right and there was yeah, a like, yeah. load of shit built down it's obviously been you know sort of washed away and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. but like you know back in the day there was a settlement and, like lower town it's like the most dark souls ass setting i can yeah, imagine it's like a bunch of shit built on the beach that's like constantly being lapped out by the way Candles and cobbles yeah and yeah yeah of seaweed and yeah but like a, you know that, that is, it's point. one of those things where it's like that that was a brief because like i took i took like five or six notes during that walk and one of them was just like Brighton, Lower Town, on the beach. Open brackets, yeah, question like mark, close brackets. Like the old Steen and like mm. Black Rock and stuff. Yeah. Black Rock, as we say. Um, Black Rock. <laughs> uh, which is that it was just like, yeah, these were just a bunch of like fucked up, like 
flint-covered horrible mm. bits that everyone would have to like hobble along and yeah. put their fishing nets out on. Mm. Yeah, and, and that well, was you know like Bleachers mm. feels that kind of mm. vibe. You know, yeah, that's what he was saying because he was talking about old steam, right? Because, yeah. because it was basically like seasonally turned into a bit of a river at some points, but like yeah. the, the most of the time it was just they like buried a place the river. Where, it's yeah. gone. The Brian's yeah. River is gone. Yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, even, yeah. I think there's even a name for it. Like technically, mm. there it was used a, to be. Yeah, it was. Fuck, I can't remember what it was called. But the um, yeah, um, there's been like three names for it. Mm. That's the thing. David Bramwell did a, a show about it. It last appeared um, uh, in like 1998, I think, mm. when there was a flood. It yeah. comes up and it, it comes yeah, out. Yeah. Of, uh, is it Lewis Road? I think? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. it follows the valley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, there's two valleys mm. though, so maybe it's both. I, you've got Lewis Road and London Road are the two mm. valleys, right? Yeah, but I think I think it's the Lewis, think Road, Lewis Road valley. Road is I a slightly think. deeper valley. Mm. Because if you look at like mm. Bear Road or whatever, yeah. right, very steep yeah. on those sides. So it's probably mm. that's the more of the rivery kind of one. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, that was, <laughs> was a really good tour. And they also they also yeah they were talking about that and that, the way the people are nailing that's out and um, yeah I know really good tour for the, mm. the Brighton local recommended. Out. Um, yeah anyway sorry that was it was it was a, a, a fun book but like. I just found because I, I wrote up a load of notes about it, and I was like, <laughs> I bumped into I, I, I bumped into um, Hazel and Shadow the other day when they were catching the bus somewhere, and I was just like gabbling to Shadow about it, and they were just like, yes, yes, yes. I, I did read this like a year ago, so I have forgot most of this, but yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was it was a really I'm 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 very glad I read it because it was one of those sort of things where it's like you you know you see something and you're just like this is great and I can see all the like you're like I can see all the stuff in it that yeah, I like yeah, to sort yeah. of like which honestly I like I, I'm reminded of something that when I used to write about video games right it's a really easy tell if you're ever reading video games uh, journalism if a, a journalist refers to something as quote unquote flawed what they means it what they mean is it's like like not necessarily like like good in the way that most they, they usually mean by that which is like polished um, but it is something that they like mm, <laughs> um, yeah because it's a flaw the, the, the tell there is that they're just like while I can see that there are problems with it I still really like there's still something about it that that, that, that I've really taken to um because yeah. flawed means you were interested in. Yeah, it. no, exactly. Like when we talk about yeah. like a flawed character, mm. it means that they're like a compelling character. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, it's it's got something. There's something about it that like really sort of gets into. And again, and the the the, the other thing that I've been reading, which is um, the I'm on the second one now. But the first one is called it's called the Machineries of Empire. Mm. Um, uh, the first one's called Nine Fox Gambit. The second one's called I think Raven Stratagem. It's it's basically like this sort of written by. I think so. It's 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 written by I believe a um, Korean American trans man, and uh, the end of the first book spoilers is uh, the the uh, female main character basically like eats a load of shards of like memory glass to become the main character who's basically been like haunting her as a ghost the whole book. Weird that. Funny. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's you know it's one of those things. Where I was just like, oh, when's this fact going to become? Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's it's all sort of like built in this. <laughs> it's very like systems e but not in a coherent way which is really mm. fun it's like there, there are a bunch of systems and it spends all its time talking about them but by the end of the book you kind of don't really have much more or less of understanding of because the what norm, it is the or how they work when you have good. a systems yeah. thing is you mm. come up with a bunch of ideas mm. this is how a world yeah. could work mm. and then you kind of like spin them along mm. like you know mm. like a Conway's Game of Life mm. and you see what things mm. what chaos ensues right yeah. that's like the normal idea yeah. whereas this is more of a kind of like even the things themselves aren't fully explored they almost create their own yeah because it's 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 like if you if you think of like the sort of the standard systemized system because like you've got the sort of the systems of your um, the, the book that I was just talking about right which are like mm. um, I guess you call them sort of more social order system you know they're sort of like they're like these these the way the world is sort of like socially 
organized or whatever so like um yeah like how 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 is this is this sort of stuff whereas this is a bit more like um i hate to say it brandon sarnison who is a uh, fancy author who um someone did a profile of a little while ago where they were basically like this guy's a massive fucking dork um which i mean the point of that profile was clearly that the guy who's writing it was kind of a prick and like he recognized that he was and brandon sarnison is kind of just like mm. a, a, a very like ordinary dude uh, mormon who has like is still friends with all of his friends from school and they still hang out together all the time and like he's basically like recruited them all to like run various bits of his business and all of his it, 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 he's clearly like a very nice dude i mean yeah, again, yeah, yeah it's one of those things where it's like what what would be the thing they probably don't want to look up what he's using like gay marriage are for instance but like you know mm. if you if you like sticking to like basic interpersonal stuff he seems like a, a pretty sound guy and like the, the the author of that piece was clearly like i'm an alienated coastal prick and i'm you know encountering someone who has a normal <laughs> Like Brandon Sanderson thing is basically he has these like systems of magic where it's like it's all very like you could play a fucking game of D and if you read all of the well, books this is in the kind series of the thing you could go when you mentioned the, the, pre- the yeah. previous book and mm. how it kind of seemed like it needed mm. more it needed to be expounded mm. upon more right mm. the idea of it it being like a kind of blueprint for mm. something bigger which maybe could be mm. developed upon like you know maybe mm. three or five books or yeah. whatever that to me does kind of scream like D and D setting mm. or you know Pathfinder <laughs> setting yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. right like that idea mm. of like well this is kind of like this is a really, really interesting thing that has both, mm. like, high-level abstractions mm. about how this world works, yeah. but also quite, like, minor, mm. specific details, which mm. you could then use that as a, you know, you could do, like, fanfic of it. Mm. Yeah. And, and, fiction and honestly, I think what was interesting for me about, about, like, looking back on what I was writing about that book is how little time I spent talking about, like, the character, <laughs> the main character, mm. and arguably what they... Because, like, effectively what happens is you have, like, the first third of it is her and her relationship with her mother, who is basically an enormous spider monster, um, which is right. really sweet, and it's mm. really nice, mm. and that's the only real uh, two characters and relationship in the book, because everyone else is kind of just a cipher for the sort of position in... The, arguably, a couple of those aren't, but, like, yeah. after that, it basically just becomes, like, stuff is happening, mm. and it's all sort of, like, just a, a series of things occur, and, like... No one else is really like, but no one else really has the relationships in the same way, and like it's all just like a series of things happening, and there are some beats that are going to be hit, but it's all about like we need to explain, we need to get through the this stuff so that we can have done this bit or or whatever. It's not really about like. It's, a, it's not. <laughs> it is almost like more like reading a source book in some ways. Yeah, well, the narrative right, right. is an actual book. Whereas yeah. this, this other one is like it's it's a. It's sort of the the system stuff is fun, but it's sort of like it's all a bit like abstract. It's almost like the it's a good middle ground between that and the sort of like um, Russell T Davies ass. Let's just throw a bunch of stupid names at the wall uh, to sound like there's something big yeah, out yeah. there, and then whenever you meet them, it's all just like really boring. Whereas because mm. what this is is it's basically like um, this. Because it's functionally, it's like kind of just magic shit, right? It's like the the way that this space uh, this space empire in this one is called the the Hex Arcade, um, formerly the Hept Arcade. Uh, big big plot point there. Um, and they 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 work mm-hmm. by this this sort of like dude devised this way of organizing the calendar where if everybody follows the observances or whatever, then it means that all their like space tech works. So it's like magic shit basically. Right, but like right. some of the like the, the key observances are all like things where heretics get tortured. <laughs> which is quite mm. funny. And it's and it's and you know and you, and, and, and then like there's all the all the stuff that comes out of like a load of people aren't very happy with this for whatever reason. And like it's what's what's fun about it is that it's it's mostly about like um I, I hesitate to call it character psychology, but it's a lot more about like the shit that's going on with people's heads because one of the people has like a ghost in their head, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and it's a lot more about like, can we anticipate what the people are going to do? But 
because it's not like again which is kind of the same thing as the other one but because it's not trying to do the whole sort of like uh i'm just like a turbo genius who can guess everything it's like you can see that, that you know they, they, they sort of present a bit more of the work that goes into it in a mm. slightly more clear way mm. and it's like they're better at getting to the point where they they need to be and they make if not mistakes well they do make mistakes like they, 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 there are issues that are caused on their way to sort of like getting the resolution that they want but like a lot of it is a lot more sort of you know um i don't know it, it felt a lot more earned mm. like throughout which i which i i thought was good um and yeah just like the characters are more interesting and there's a lot more effort made to make them actually characters and you know um the the sort of whatever's going on seems quite fun and you know that it's, it's, it's like a nice sort of like warhammery world uh, everything is kind of terrible yeah, yeah you can <laughs> count on that yeah right? yeah um and it's it, like it's one of those things for like not i don't really know much about korean culture but apparently it draws a lot on korean folklore it's oh, cool interesting, yeah um and yeah you know it's, it's just sort of like there's a lot more where it's like it's given the time to breathe and you don't need to look at it too closely well, you can look at it closely if you want, but like you know, it's not. It's also not like fixated on technical details, really. Mm. Like, there's not a lot of like sort of, you know, here's how the shit looks and works. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a lot more. That, that sort of stuff is a lot more glossed over. Kind of thing, right? Yeah, which We've is talked like about my yeah. get, uh, getting a copy mm. of the Star mm. Wars, uh, you know, um, mm. tabletop game yes. source book, uh, yeah, uh, charity yeah. shop, and then just being yeah, a kid yeah, and yeah. just being like absolutely yeah, exactly. fixated on all yeah. the diagrams of yeah. like the cu- the cruise quarters sure. on this yeah, ship yeah. and whatever. Well, like right? those old Dorland Kingsley books with like the yeah, big, like, exactly. cartway diagrams or whatever. You know, like there's a place for that, for that sort of thing. Like I, you know, fucking love that shit. Like yeah. especially when I was a kid, like I used to read those things all the time. But like the only one I've still got, of course, is this, which isn't Star Wars. Yeah, DK Multimedia. It does have dark forces in it. I think. Yeah. It was. What, which, what, do we? Do we? We've talked about this one. Many, it was, yeah. I always pick it yeah. out. Um, Dark forces or like one. It was. Yeah, it was one of the Dark forces. I think games, it's anyway. multiple ones in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It I c- still. It still smells like the nineties to me. That's the smell of the nineties. Yeah. Right. Shit. Right. <laughs> DK book smell. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's something yeah. that all these zoomers have missed out on. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. And part part of me is like, do I want to like? Um, because oh, because I, I I the 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 reason that I picked it up was basically yeah. like I I read through the, the 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 first the first the first book I was talking about like I sort of got given that on the on the on the Saturday morning and then like Saturday afternoon I was like um, got home and I was like you know what I've got a quiet evening now because Carly Mae was off out um, at some gigs or something like that and I was like you know what I'm just gonna read this and I just read it all through and I was like mm. that was really fun I'm gonna read another one of those and then I have I have like a few things that I've bought like over the last year or two that I've not got around to to, to reading just like kicking around on the shelves yeah so I was like I just you know sort of finished that and I got the the I got the the the, the second one in the series today I got myself a little Ooh. it's a it's a Kobo mini that is from, quite cute I think 2012 um, no, no I like that yeah but it's like, I like that yeah, it's from 2012 because yeah. that was a year where I still things mm. sort of made sense yeah so it's, it's like a tiny it's little retro is what it's basically it, so that it fits in my little um, I've got this little orange bag that's got like I keep my camera and my glasses and my earphones and my eye, various eye medicines mm. um, and uh, what else have I got in there? Like usually my notebook and stuff as well. Um, and it, mm. my, my Kindle doesn't fit in there, um, which itself is pretty old at this point. Um, but I was like, "Is there a small e-reader?" And it turns out that's there's a, a small really e-reader from about ten it, years like ago. A, it's like the size of a very, very <laughs> large phone. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's very and obviously it's slightly mm. wider than a phone, so it's yeah. more like book page size. And got big bezels and stuff. But like it's it's pretty small. It's like the size. But it's of, like the size of a pocket edition. Yeah, it's something. like the size of a palm, palm, palm of my hand, right? And like it's. 
Uh, well, not the palm of my hand. It's the size of the whole of my hand. I think I've um, got a copy of ish. Fahrenheit 451 mm. that's that size. Yeah. It's like some, like, German yeah. edition. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, kind of... Yeah. And it's 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 clearly been, like, duffed up and stuff like that. The battery is, like, fine. It gets you through. Mm. Um, but, like, it, it's small enough to fit in my in, in my little bag that I carry that on is, with them all the time. That's quite good. It's, because get because what I was thinking about is that it's, it's one of those fucking watch-only um, watch things, right? It's like, mm. if I'm, I'm trying to listen to podcasts less and stuff like that, and, like, there's only a few of them that will go on here anyway. Way. so like what what in, what what can i do with that and i'm just like oh just keep my keep something to read with me on on yeah keep yeah. something to read on me at all times yeah. um so i can just you know uh, pick it up and it's really you know it's really nice and that easy and just smooth and it's 20 quid on in, on ebay 20 quid maybe i ought to bargain get one, get one. it's great yeah you could just and you know if like it's a it's a little bit bigger than the phone right but look you know that, that fits in, in your pocket. pocket and you you probably wouldn't really notice like you know Very it's, good. It's, it's great like I, I i cannot say enough good things about that little ad um it's been my you know sort of constant companion this last week um i'm i'm a big fan <laughs> i do like i do like yeah. the e-ink thing i have been mm. thinking about this a lot like mm. i do think a lot about like mm. You know, like, there's the trope of the, like, distraction-free writing environment. Like, yeah, those yeah, things, yeah, it's yeah. like the free writer or whatever. Mm. And, like, none of them, like, work properly because when you, like, type stuff on most e-ink displays... Mm. This is, like, yeah. this is a whole e-ink topic now. Sure. That, that, that the e-ink displays, you type something and there's just slightly too much lag for it to quite yeah. be right. And the only ones that have been able to do it are those... I don't know if you've got one of these. One of those ones where... They have there's like a processor mm. which is in between the main CPU of the like it's just mm. a tablet right yeah and and the e-ink display mm. which can communicate with the e-ink display much quicker mm. than the processor can yeah. and also just directly turn on and off pixels mm. so when you like draw a line yeah. or you make yeah. notes it draws the line and then it sends the mm. line to the processor yeah. and then it re-renders the line like from mm. the actual yeah you know, yeah thing. no that's the um, oh yeah I got one of those Remar- yeah. remarkable. It's, remarkable it's really nice yeah. It, really yeah. nice like little sort of noting thing but only yeah. that was only like I think maybe three or four years ago I think mm. they started doing those mm. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. No, it's, I, just, I remember going yeah. to I remember being at my old job and going to a meeting with well, sort of like cool up and coming yeah, yeah, tech yeah. companies in London all yeah know all the gadget bits yeah. and, and a dude had one it was because I think my one's the remarkable two yeah. and he had the original one I was like yeah. what's that yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. like oh it's remarkable it's, it's really sick and they was like can we get one with a meeting and I was like no I want to talk no, about no, this no, let's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. I'm pretty sure I um I tried out like some e-ink tablet like before then. Mm. I don't know what it was. I can't genuinely can't mm. remember because it just didn't leave much of an impact mm. on me. And I just thought this is quite bad. Mm. It doesn't really work. Yeah, right? and it, I think that's the, it's that's like an the thing, iPad right? yeah. with a screen that runs at like mm. half a frame a second. Uh, right? Someone though, I I did I met um there was a, a dude who I met a little while ago who had something some like um it was I, I think it was like a nice quite a nice color e-ink display yeah tablet thing i can't for the life of me remember what it was called i, I wrote have it down seen somewhere. those and but it looked quite nice like yeah. i have no idea whether it actually like is decent i think to use, that but, my experience you know. of the because i've looked at like the displays themselves mm. so you can just you know, yeah not like you can mm. look at those screens mm. right there just you can actually just have like a screen sure computer. i think you can get like a 24 inch e-ink like screen for your computer and there I was like, like that there was, <laughs> and, then, and they're like fucking 1200 quid or something. i don't like like that i do no yeah <laughs> but, like, I mean, maybe it will come yeah. down although the e-ink company will probably make sure it doesn't until the mm. patent expires which is probably in about five years i yeah. think i think it's for, like a 20 I think maybe it's we're like twenty years into the patent for e-ink, and maybe they'll I don't know, but color e-ink or whatever. Mm. This wasn't color; it was just black and white. Sure. And it was someone. It was like a YouTube video where someone was talking about like, oh, here's I've just like got my I've got like a Mac Mini and this e-ink display, mm. and that's what I use. Mm. 
and like although it's kind of slow i got used to it in the end and it kind of looks a little bit horrible because it isn't quite designed it's just like mac, mac os but in black and white and like with a very very slow cursor moving at maybe like 10 frames a second or something but you can kind of see why it could work if mostly what you did was like writing or just reading stuff on mm. a computer but like also maybe you needed to use a mac for because mm. you were using like final draft because you were like a screenwriter or something <laughs> yeah so you had to have like yeah, a specific yeah, bit of yeah, mac yeah. software but you also wanted it to look like a piece of paper i don't know it was quite a niche thing i'll be honest the more the that's more, where it yeah. was 1200 quid a though. lot of a lot of the time these days i feel like i'm i'm like just putting more and more arcane restrictions on yeah, things that i want or do. things that i can do and like discovering that there are things that will We'll, we'll, we'll fill that niche and like totally, you know yeah. they're just sort of like I'm just like well look I'm looking for something that does this like this and they're just like oh of course yeah. Re- you know Reddit will throw up this oh you mean this and I'm like I guess so yeah let's yeah. go you know because well, I, was, I was looking at those things there's also there's like a, what is it what's it called it's called like it's not called what's it fucking called it's it's like it's a word like Pomodoro, but it mm. isn't, right? Yeah. Uh, and they do like those, they do, there's a Japanese company mm. and they do these like little writing, typewriter things, mm. right? Where it's just like, there's an e-ink one, you can just, it's literally, it doesn't like have an OS, it's mm. just like firmware sure. that runs on some microprocessor with mm. like ROM. Yeah. And it, I think you can put an SD card into it and you're mm. just essentially just editing text files. And all it really has is the ability to like random, like, you know, um, monospace text mm. and it has like a little menu that appears and with a summer options but mm. overall there's like nothing yeah i think it has a clock on it maybe but that's about it mm. and you switch it on it's like instant on you start mm. writing and it's just like a little kind of laptop thing uh like portable pocketable thing uh, but the thing is with those is they're like pretty expensive and also apparently sort of good but not that good mm. i was like looking at these sort of things i was like things that what i really need is like a thing that isn't a tablet that mm. isn't a computer mm. But that is effectively like the same as that, mm. but with a keyboard, yeah. right? Like I remember do you know back what I mean? in the day, people used or, to or do, even yeah. just the same as that notebook, right? Sure, yeah. A thing yeah. I can open up and jot things into, and yeah. then they go somewhere. But it, there's no ability for me to do anything yeah. else, right? I, I mean, I remember back in the day, people used to have these little, like, sort of tiny little foldy outy keyboard things that they yeah. have there. I can't remember if they used their phone with them or whatever, but like they would have some sort of. There was a little thing that there were some writers that used to come on about it. But like, yeah. I mean, for me, honestly, I just like, that's why I have the notebook right i'm just like i stick this in here and like i try and remember to copy it out and you know in Hmm. i'm usually like the next day or a couple of days time i'll stick it into my like obsidian daily notes or whatever because i was i was Um, actually thinking about this for a while like a month or it was a month ago something and i was just thinking like what what can i actually do about this that isn't buying a bunch of shit yes like what can i actually do that's like existing things won't cost me any Mm. money yeah and can i set up some kind of way of doing something like that and the i sort of thought have i got any spare laptops yeah and the one spare laptop i've mostly got is that one although it does run that's the tablet one it's just under that that thing right uh that's the uh it's a thinkpad x61t which is like a, it's got a Wacom tablet in the screen yes. that you can fold yeah, around yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. And I haven't really been using that. Uh, and it's kind of a bit underpowered, but the battery life's actually fairly good because it's got mm. the big battery on it. It's like a newish one and stuff. And I was thinking, this is a 2009 era computer, mm. right? So really it's going to be like Linux or or, uh, or Windows mm. 7 or XP or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe Windows 10 would probably run on it. And I was thinking, like, what's the, what's the <laughs> quickest thing I can install on it that boots, yeah. right? 
like what is the quickest thing i can go from because really what you want is you want one of those switches like on the on the on like a the back of a computer right the actual like switch like a light switch yes where you go bang and then it's on and yeah. the screen appears like like a commodore 64 mm. right you there's like a switch that's like a like a tilting pivoting switch yeah. and it goes snap and then it like boots up and then within one second you've got mm. like a basic prompt and you can start typing in things that's ideally what i want right if i could make something like that i'd mm. do it right and it's I mean, it's potentially plausible to, for me to be able to build something like that, but I'd have to get the screen and build, get yeah, 3D yeah. print the case and all this fucking shit. Mm. So I was thinking, can I just use this laptop to, to, to like just have a notepad thing? And I ended up like profiling. I ended up like, so I spent a morning <laughs> in, basically just installing various things onto a USB stick and seeing how long they take to boot. Sure. The best thing was free DOS, which okay. is just a DOS, like a, like mm. a uh, GPL licensed version of sure. MS-DOS, yeah. essentially. But it's all like, you know, re- redone. Interestingly, the free DOS guy i guess that originally did it it's still like he's one of those like i guess benevolent dictator for mm. life except it's such a like sort of niche product yeah. project that it isn't really like that he's just like a guy that does freedos sure and he has like a youtube channel where he's like yeah. yeah here's the history of freedos i originally called it like something else mm. i called it like pd dos because it was called public domain but mm. i didn't actually know what public domain meant and then i had to like change it <laughs> you know, it's like it's just kind of like it's quite cute he's like this like video yeah. where he's just like anyway so i'm like the freedos guy and a bunch loads of people have, here's like a list of people on you know non-extensive that have yeah, helped yeah, them yeah. or whatever so i i installed that on like a usb stick and it genuinely boots in like 10 seconds mm. which is pretty good like yeah. it's not like an ssd it's just like over usb um and then you just get to a DOS prompt, and then you can put in your autoexec.bat, like open some text editor or whatever. Sure. So you can have like Nano or even like Micro, which mm. is just like a sort of modern ish text editor with like cursor, you know, like mouse sure. support yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. but runs in a terminal, right? Uh, and I was thinking of just using that. But the problem is, is that. Uh, free dos only runs like 80 column text mode like sure. you know when you're booting up a computer and you mm. get like the text mode at the beginning mm. and then at some point you actually fire up the graphics cards drivers and get access to the frame buffer and you can actually then have individual access to the pixels and you don't have this like blurry scaled stuff on mm. the screen right that is uh something which free dos i believe cannot do on a modern computer right. i think <laughs> if you were using it on a computer from maybe like the early to mid 90s and you mm. had like a real like dos Windows like 3.1 to 95 era graphics card. Mm. Then there are some like hacks you can do from like back in the day that you can run to like get into a higher res yeah. mode. But pretty much I was left with like fairly blurry text and not really, sure. you know. This is effectively the equivalent of the like George R. R. Martin word perfect writing setup <laughs> that he has, right? Yeah. So, and I imagine he, you know, he's written all those books mm. on an 80 column word perfect screen. Mm. I think it's fine, right? But I think it's just a little bit, it just doesn't look very good. It's like that blurry text scaling kind of thing where you do, you don't want like if you're looking at text you don't want it to be like scaled up right yeah so i was like right what else can i do what other operating systems can i do can i get to like a text mode linux in under 20 seconds and the answer was no really it was like i could get to maybe 30 or 40 seconds of booting up and then you've got to shut down all that kind of stuff and what i actually found was the quickest operating system to like boot and give me a yeah. full actual native res on the computer was windows 7 right windows this 7 this is not what you'd expect yeah at all. It's, it's it's crazy <laughs> but the modern like linuxes linuxes mm. are actually like i, I think the, the quickest one was like 39 seconds whereas i could get windows 7 to boot up in 29 seconds or 28 seconds yeah and so what i did is i set up a windows 7 install on a, a usb stick sure which which could boot in 29 seconds and all it does is it boots up and mm. runs a script that kills Explorer, so there's no start menu, and you right. can't open anything else up. Yeah. And then it runs Sublime Text, and nice. then that's all, and it's full screen, mm. and that's all you can do. And if you want to like open another program, yeah. you've got to like open 
you know, task manager sure, yeah. and then go to run. Yeah. And you see, you're not going to do that yeah. necessarily. The Sublime Text... Oh, ignore me, sorry. Sublime Text say, Does the Sublime for... Text have a fucking terminal built in? No, of course not. No, no, no. Uh, fucking no. Windows. Yeah, no, <laughs> might, or does it have like, like link to let you do like shell stuff? I think, no, you can do that. Yeah, no, but yeah. So sorry, not to give you ideas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just trying to think how yeah, you get around Yeah, I'd have like... to install. So Sublime Text 4 mm. won't run on Windows 7, but right. 3 will, which sure. is good enough for editing text. Mm. And also you've got like then cursor support and you can, mm. it turns out that actually using a completely text mode text editor is actually kind of horrible. Mm. And it's only that kind of thing where you think, yeah, I could do that, I'd be fine. And then when you actually start trying to type stuff, you realize how much you use the yeah, yeah. trackpad to like no, select 100%. stuff in my case track point but mm. you know the, um, nub I have to have the little nub otherwise I can't I can't use a trackpad still mm. that's one of my big flaws I, I don't like the trackpads I know I think I, th- I, think I didn't I, know, I, I know that the Mac ones the are, life, I know but... the Mac ones are, are really good but I still don't it's because the first laptop I ever used was like the my my neighbour lent me some really old laptop that was like Windows 95 laptop, which I suppose wasn't actually, it was maybe five or six years old at the time. Now it's obviously coming up for 30 years old, right? But he lent me this laptop and it was like an, uh, a Toshiba laptop that mm. wasn't an IBM, but it mm. did have the track point thing. Sure, so yeah. that was like my first kind of, other than a mouse, that was the second type of input device I ever learned to use. And mm. I think you can only really maybe learn to use three, the third sure. being touchscreen. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah, I think I, I, it's weird because I, I remember, I remember uh, when I was, I think my dad had like an old, um, oh, fuck, was it a, I can't even remember what it was, um, but it, it had like one of the balls, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, trackball. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, there was a few that me, had those. Yeah, I my, think my friend um, Geeta's got like a mouse that is just like a trackball. Yeah, part of me is like, they're I meant like to, the idea of that. I do like it? the yeah. idea. I'm pretty sure Hazel tried out mm. using one for a while. I think they maybe they're posting about it like mm. a few years ago because it's like one of the. Mm. I actually tried a trackball once because sure. I have my RSI and I found that yeah. it wasn't any better than the trackpoint uh, was better. I found that the main thing that sorted out the RSI was just typing a bit less and like <laughs> using a, a yeah. What was it? What was the problem with my keyboard? It's because I was using a fucking Mac like stock iMac keyboard oh, sure, yeah, that has yeah, like yeah. no. It's yeah, it's actually yeah. whenever you hit it, it kind of goes like bangs the table. Yeah, and I think it was evidently like You're typing my bit, yeah. like thesis uni mm. thing on yeah. that was like bad typing bad all bad of the code for it on that you know yeah it wasn't good no i mean I, I i sort of used one of those for yeah a bit too long but now i've got my i've got my nice little mechanical lad yeah my uh mx whatever it is it's got it's it's what color switches are they oh, i can't remember because that te- that's mm. probably something you can mm. turn into a type of guy <laughs> like typology oh, of people right you can, yeah no i i because I, I, I had i had one that was um probably a bit like yours there yeah yeah but um it was quite clicky and then I got told I was being too clicky, so I swapped out for a less clicky one. Because <laughs> I have my key tester. I think it's in one of those. Yeah, no, I, I love, I love fucking. I think it's either in. I think it's in the, maybe the third one down or the second one down. So whatever the one that has all the keyboard stuff in, it'd be the third one down then. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. There is a keyboard, and it's probably in here somewhere. Yeah, my keyboard there's tester. Key thing. In there. oh, there's, there's like three mm. mechanical keyboards in there, a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of like actual. This is like the hot swappable things. Sure. So in theory, I could do the thing where you have like your spacebar be a different type of key switch to the other keys or whatever, or the arrow keys be like a lighter thing. But why? <laughs> Maybe it's for gaming. <laughs> it might be for gaming. I don't know. I, like, I, I like quite. We've talked about this so many times. I like quite like clicky but not loud right? yeah, yeah. where you feel the click but you don't hear it yeah. which I think is the tactile one which is brown I think for cherry brine brine exactly um, yeah no, that's nice but like I've, I, I was thinking because I was thinking because a friend of, a friend was sort of asking about keyboard stuff the other day because they were like trying to get they were trying to get a new one for, for, for work and I was mm. like well 
I like this, but it is quite expensive. Yeah. So just like you know, and and then I, I was I was thinking about mice, and I was just like, well, I mean, I've got this this one, but really the thing the mouse the mouse that I want to recommend is probably one they don't make anymore. But it's this Logitech thing that I was given like fucking as because I won uh, because I was the first person to go into this fucking comic shop in York because I was visiting my nan <laughs> and claim because I played the Magic the Gathering video game that they put out that year. Hmm. There was some competition where you could like get a free card or whatever and I, if you were the first one to claim it then you, you got get a like a fucking free mouse or something like that wow. and I was like this was I was like 15 but that mouse is fucking industry that mouse is still going the whole time it's still going that's it's, very good I don't, I don't it's not like daily use anymore but yeah. like it was for years and it like, it got smacked around the place a whole bunch and it was completely fine because for years like, I used still um, I, I think it's literally down here oh it, the rat's nest still, it's still yeah the yeah. Rate, and that needs to be sorted out it's still like sort of working, but it started going a little bit. Maybe it's not in here. I don't know. Well, there was a mouse, and here it is. Well, actually, no. Look, look. There's three in here, right? Yes. Two, it's the, that micro, that's the Microsoft Mouse. Yeah. Microsoft Mouse uh, 50, and that's the Microsoft mm. Mouse 100. Sure. And this is the Microsoft Microsoft Mouse 100 as well. Nice. So what? I, and I actually looked on this, right? I was I went I was on Amazon the last time mm. I bought one, which was like two years ago. Yeah. And it was like you have bought this four times. Yeah. <laughs> you have bought this six times mm. or something. So I think I bought like. Also, like when I was setting up my dad's computer, I got him one. Yeah. And then when it broke, I got him another one. Yeah. So basically, every time I buy a mouse, it's this one. Mm. And I think it was Alex actually that re- that recommended that I just get mm. these. He was like, just get the get the Microsoft Basic Mouse One Hundred. Mm. It's the best mouse. Yeah. And I agree that it is the best, but it is a consumable item, unfortunately, because mm. it only lasts for three years, four years, mm. I'd say. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Four years of heavy service is pretty. It's, well, yeah, that's exactly. Right for, for something you're using a lot every day, like it's know. one of those things where you could open it up. To like clean it, but it never quite. You never. I mean, it's quite, never quite the same again, is yeah, it? So, yeah. No, I mean, I have. I was doing some electronics DIY the other day. It was like we've got those like rib, these sort of like smart like ribbon things, and like one of the connectors had broken off one of them. Yeah. I was trying to like unsolder it and then resolder the pins to like the next bit along. You just like, cut you it and then strip yeah. the bit. Yeah. But like it wasn't the fucking solder didn't come off neatly, and then it was just a, some that flux. connection was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I had some of the those like, are kind of a pain. things, but they, yeah, it, it, because the, the, the it turned out those pins aren't they're not actually fixed in the like the little pin holder mm. thing. Like they were clearly like just held in place by being soldered on. Right. So it was right, like right, right. I, I, was, I was like I can't really do much with this, so I ended up just having to get it, which was really annoying. But like that is annoying. But the, the, the other trouble is it's like you know those it's thi- a fucking two meter long strip yeah. of LED lights. Those so strips can't, like, they, they are, they are quite cheap though. Yeah, that is relatively speaking. Because I had one of those for, about ten years ago. Actually, mm. I had one of those like by my computer desk. Yeah. Right? I had like a shelf above the computer, and mm. I had like one of those sort of a, a downlight thing. That was of course about two or three years before everybody started doing that right? yeah. on YouTube the, the oh, yeah. and by the time that like everyone had started doing that my a very early cheap LED strip what had happened is I think because of the bromine in the same way that all plastic mm, goes yeah. like that or the heat it started to go like brown oh lovely so the actual like because it's got that kind of clear mm. jelly yeah. kind of thing over the top right mm. that's the stuff that you, yeah. you scrape off that had just started to like discolour because of it being on Gross. for god knows so it kind of makes like a kind of a very warm light which originally it didn't so it was. I think it was an RGB strip originally, but by the end it was mostly G and an R and less B. Hmm. So there you go. Hmm. That's wild. I love. I love. I love talking about light. I don't know what. I don't know what happened to that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it, I think I just threw it in the bin in the end because yeah. then also once you peel it off you can't really stick yeah, it yeah no, it's got that double sided thing fucking useless do you want to do some cards Jeff? yeah let's do some cards I've not done cards in a while it probably means there's some cards in there from like I don't remember what most of these are so th- I think that mm. th- this is one of the newer ones maybe from mm. last week potentially or the yeah. week before I don't know the new swing voters mm. so you know how people are always talking about mm. the the uh, you know the, the the bellwether kind mm. of people in the red wall yeah well this this was I imagine a, a council election yeah. kind of thing so was mm. that two weeks ago yes so it's about, just two weeks ago mm. was, was the council election yeah and I think I write this before mm. the election maybe mm. or maybe it was the same day or something like that because it would have been the, the Friday if we'd been planning on doing it on a Friday then that would have been the day of the count yeah um because that was when, yeah, the, the, it was it was the action was on the Thursday and the camp was on the Friday. When did the round here announce? Was it like end of Friday? It was quite late, wasn't it? Where are we here? Is this Goldsmith or Central Hove or Brunswick? Well, I just mean in the whole general area. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, we, we, it sort of started like mid-afternoon and then yeah. picked up pace from there. Would have, would have, would have been coming in live. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I remember reading a lot about the... the this is going back two weeks, mm-hmm. back in the old heady days mm-hmm. of two weeks ago, mm-hmm. that the the... The the idea of there being specific types of new swing voters who are always being this is a perennial mm. thing, right? Yeah. The new swing voter that they've announced, mm. and the newest one was like Millie Millennial or something, right? Nice. Or it was something about like oh the person who aspires to be Waitrose woman but like can't afford a house. Yeah. And like as as long as you can yeah. promise her, as long as you can promise her avocados. Yeah. Basically, she, literally what they're saying. They'll, yeah. They'll do, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the that was the mm. level of analysis. Yeah. And I wonder, do you think that there is any like merit to this kind of like because it is like that kind of like um, customer story mm. type of way of looking. Yeah. At it, things, it's very right? like persona. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's just like yeah, which I is spurious anyway but at least when you're doing it in those terms you're creating like a user story to allow people who are you know trying to build something it's a communication to know what they should thing. build yeah yeah whereas these people are trying to pretend that this this shit is kind of real like and or, or at worst they're trying to be like yeah you should pander to this imaginary person that i've invented right mm-hmm. whereas like so i mean it's a bit what's what's interesting is that like it's very difficult to know with stuff like this when you come when it comes to local elections because famously local elections don't really get polled a lot um because it's very difficult to do in america mm. the like electoral districts are like big and they contain yeah. a lot of people and it's quite like like polling is just like for various reasons easier to do over there whereas over here for various reasons it is a pain in the ass and mm. nobody can be bothered so mm. when it comes to like national stuff you kind of get national you know quote unquote the national picture or whatever and you might get some stuff in like you get an idea of what's going on nationwide maybe you get some sort of like regional trends and stuff like that and, and go down con- to, to constituency level but like you're not really getting anything sort of like properly local so you kind of have to make do with like interviews focus groups making things up like mm. i don't and, and, and the, the other trouble is like it's difficult for me to be able to tell based on because a lot, a lot of my um election nonsense uh this this time was focused on this city right mm-hmm. so i was i was like looking specifically at because like people kept talking about like the big picture local elections so i was like yeah sure whatever but like what's happening in wooding dean <laughs> you know because i was i was very like sort of fixated on on this because what was I, I i think it's it's difficult for me to like think too much in these terms because i was looking at the brighton election and brighton is for various reasons an interesting um sort of 
anomaly, not an anomaly exactly, because we've had this situation elsewhere. But it's an, certainly an anomaly in terms of, of of the of the split, right? Because we've had mm. uh, until a couple of weeks ago, we'd basically had no overall control, which is to say, no council with no uh, party with more than half of yeah. the of the uh, councillors for is like a decade, twenty or years, twenty, 20 years. years. I was going to say at so least wrote, a decade. Yeah. So yeah. I, I wrote something about this for Siegel, um, where it was like we've it's literally been like. Yeah, twenty because last time that there was was the um, was two thousand three. So mm. um, it was just kind of the 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 dynamics here are weird and different. Our second party is the Greens, and now the second party, you know, the sort of the two main parties in contestation are Labour mm. and the Greens, which is you know the case in a few other places maybe, but not really like a standard thing mm. in most places where the greens are challenges they're usually sort of taking the place of like maybe the lib dems or something like that yeah, yeah. sort of more of a you know it sort of works a bit differently whereas here it's like basically you know the greens have you know this sort of like again historically they've sort of had this sort of like central brighton heartland um and then labor had these sort of like strips either side and then the Tories had sort of like bits at the top and bits at the side and now it's kind of just all been swept away and basically the greens have got like uh, two constituents, uh, two wards they hold all of the councillors for a couple where they've got like one or two um, and then uh, the Tories have like literally two wards that's it six councillors out of a total of 54 um, they've come from like I think they had like what is it like 11 plus before like no, 14 beforehand I think mm-hmm. although to be fair I think that was that was what they got at the last election and then a few of those like sort of died and stuff or uh, resigned um, in murky circumstances Um and then you know but the the, the the over here it was this sort of weird thing where we had this massive um sort of well it's difficult because like in some places there was a genuine labor surge but in some places it was just like the labor bumped up their vote a bit and most of the greens didn't show up yeah um like the green the green vote absolutely cratered yeah it, went, it was like like i'm thinking about like uh places that will probably go back to being green next time like hanover and Elm grove where it went from being like um uh, like greens with like majorities of a thousand plus to labor willing by like 200 but a- labor maybe put themselves up by like 100 votes a few more yeah um but the greens just like just, just vanished um, yeah, yeah and it wasn't exactly the same with tories like labor did um you know sort of most of the Does places it's been quite labor... low tone turnout then yeah relatively speaking i think it was three it was like 45 percent last time 42 percent this time but mm. like it's difficult to know exactly why that is lots of factors like you know voter id laws now and yeah. like um you know uh sort of general frustration and indifference i mean i think that it's it's potentially this is potentially a, a useful election locally at least for one thing in that it sort of knocks uh the the the, the it, it, we've got a majority now and a substantial one and mm. one way or the other that'll mean that there's like something will happen next time hopefully like it won't just go back to being a sort of no over control morass because like well in theory i like the idea of some sort of slightly more um you know pre deliberative thing that's not the system that we have and yeah um, that, that sort of thing didn't really develop so mm. it's just not a thing that happens um so yeah you know it was it was it was, it was weird but like when i look at the numbers that we saw for for for, for brighton i don't think i it, I wouldn't have guessed that that would be the thing. Like it was, it was so much sort of like where Labour won from the Tories. It was places that had been creeping that direction for ages. Anyway, right? Mm. It was places where, like last time, 
we look like you Wooding, can plot yeah. a steady Wooding Dean last time um, the closest Labour councillor was like 70 votes away from winning yeah. um, uh, there were some places where it was like yeah 100 or something like that in, in the sort of the, 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 the some of the Hove wards like yeah you, you could you could if see it's it it's like a trend yeah. that you can plot over multiple elections yes. or is it yeah, yeah, right yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so so that, that's that, that's basically that that's the the, the story of Labour taking them from the Conservatives, which means that I think a lot of formerly safe Tory seats are have shifted to being basically Labour Tory marginals. Mm. Um, and I and in 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 those seats, generally speaking, I well, well again not wanting to to, to generalise based on like my own vague intuition and like the sort of foggy memory of what the data is, but like Wooding Dean. Mm. Um, you know, sort of like wish. This is the uh, most number of really, times that yeah. we've said Wooding, Wooding Dean, Dean in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jacob. Um, Wooding Dean, wish, um, like Hangleton and Knoll. These are not like places where people like that live. Really, mm. like you can maybe make an argument that you get some people who are like sort of you know that, but they've they've sort of like moved you know moved out there to get a house that they could actually get some um, get some. Oh, sorry, one second, listener. Um. What's up? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we a lot of a lot of winning the chat this episode. Um, so, um, yeah. So the, the, they're the kind of places where, like, maybe you have a few people who are moving out there because it's like more affordable or whatever, hmm. and that and that you know that's sort of where they've 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 ended up like somewhere they can afford a house where they want to you know sort of grow into that. But like, that's not what this is, right? Like, that's hmm. that's realistically people who are you know um, that that they are already in that position right if they are they've mm. already got the mortgage because if you're younger bluntly i don't think you're moving out to wooding dean or to wish and to and hangleton and all places like that yeah if you're you know if, if, if you've got got the you know if you're renting somewhere you want to be renting at least where like people There's are things next yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah 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 whereas these that's, are all well, like, that's the yeah, trade yeah, right? yeah exactly whereas these the, these places are, i mean maybe slightly less sort of like the the, the you know that you're a little bit more connected in some of the other places but yeah. like wooding dean fuck me you, yeah. you there's no there's it's such a pain to get to and from from yeah, you know, yeah. From, from from there there's like one bus that goes it's like 22 or whatever uh let me see i'm used to what her office used to be up there so like yeah. i've heard, heard a lot about the divisions <laughs> in public transport to wooding yeah but like in brighton at least this doesn't feel true to me like would, would, are these meant to be like labor tory swing right yeah, yeah, yeah. More, i mean yeah. i mean presumably there could be like mm. a, a green or a lib dem mm. thing right yeah. factoring into it presumably mm. but i think that a lot of it that, that i've seen were kind of characterizing mm. these various ideas of potential voters that don't exist mm. as like a kind of like almost a, a way of examining the divisions between political philosophies like uh, if they do exist mm. right the ideas of like well this person is like not exactly anti-brexit but has some sure. kind of like you know misgivings about lack mm. of growth or something sure, right yeah. you know that, that whatever you're gonna analyze that's a real person yeah exactly <laughs> right. but it's like yeah, no one will actually say yeah, that but then yeah. you can use that kind of person yeah. to kind of analyze your own mm. what your opinions are anyway yeah. and put put them as the kind of you know I, I, I think that's why all this sort of stuff annoys me right because it's like yeah. the, the, the one, like normal people don't think like that you yeah. know normal people well they, they, have, they're, they're, yeah, it's yeah. like these per, these people don't like the fact that the country is like such and such and yeah. then you can then write about them sure. people that don't even exist yeah. make up a guy yeah yeah, write yeah. about why it means that you know your particular viewpoint is like 100 uh, you know. yeah because because what this is is effectively saying like you know sort of it, it's just another like don't scare the horses thing for the people who aspire to buy you know avocados that are a little bit pricier or whatever right mm-hmm. but like that's you know i i am agog that people think you can get that from local election results frankly but like 
sure whatever um it, it it's it's very like um yeah i don't know i think i think the 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 aspirational side of it sure whatever you know people do be liking to buy avocados but i think most people would be much more interested in the uh you know being able to buy a house side of things mm. um but there's not really the um <laughs> That's it. That's the avocado yeah. to more affordable housing. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, sorry. I think we're heading to a break. I, think I really need so. to piss. Okay, fine. Sorry, Joseph. <laughs> sorry. So we got Necro brands. Mm, this was something I saw. The idea that I mean, this was something people were talking about when it was the the, the wave of uh, distributed autonomous organisations was was about to hit about five years ago mm. or whatever when it didn't happen, mm. right? But the, the idea that with AI uh, you'll be able to just have an autonomous company which mm. just sort of runs itself as like a brand on Twitter like Denny's or whatever mm. or you know like there'll be like a kind of um, a meme uh, that, like the future of brands mm. is essentially that there'll be a kind of interactive meme customer service brand persona that like uh, you know how there's like a Tony the Tiger Twitter sure, account yeah. uh, mm. but except it won't actually there won't be humans in the loop in any stage and that the Tony the Tiger will be just you know, wrapping his own. I cannot wait. He will be like a. I can't wait for all of the. Uh, he, he, the he, I, I could yeah. hopefully he's like a kind of you know like a. You'd hope that he would run his his like enterprise as as, as like a wrestling promotion, right? Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Like you'd have like a Vince vibe, yeah. you know, Vince well, vibe. Vi- well, parts of it certainly. I'm not sure I want to hear what's going to come out about Tony the Tiger in uh, 10 to 15 years. Well, I'm sure um, we're going to hear it. <laughs> the, no, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, when you, when you say turn it over to AI, what I hear is just, like, uh, like all of the furries, like, trying mm. to work out how to DAN him into, like, just talking about things well, that Tony Tiger shouldn't that's, talk about. Well, that's, that would be presumably mm. that. But the whole the whole point is is that us with our human, human mm. morals, right, we're not going to like that. This, mm. The human stock market won't like sure. it. But the AI stock market, which mm. is already a lot of the stock market, <laughs> isn't going to mind. It's just yeah. going to be like, that looks great. We can see some great leading indicators on this. Tony the Tiger, horny content, has actually got a huge potential. Everyone's buying buying calls or whatever, mm. or puts or whatever it is. <laughs> You know. Yeah. I'd, so, like, effectively, they'd just be like, sort of, the dead, ha- like, you know, sort of, when the the, the dead hand the, of the market. Yeah. Effectively, yeah. You've got this. You've got this thing where, like, the 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 you know, it, theoretically, you're you're everyone's dead, and like, you know, the, the, the brands yeah, are the only thing. The brands that are the only thing that remains. Like, you've got the you know the sort of the solar power is is, is, is and the wind power is keeping the keeping well, yeah, the, exactly. the servers going. And yeah. They're just continually like you know. Tony and, and fucking the, 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 the lad from the Coco Pops advert just like going back and forth forever like one of those com- com- comedy loops but it just so gets this, faster this, and I'm faster to, this and is faster tre- Trevor Twell's mm. Necro Brands Digital End Stage Capitalism we're just yelling into the void mm. Uh, which I read a couple of weeks ago, and I sure. can't remember what was in it, but it is on the sure. card. It's a good name. It, yeah, like, I yeah. Will say, like, uh, I'm just going to skim the article. Yeah. It isn't actually that long, actually. Um, because I can, yeah, I, I, I very much like sort of think that there's the the sort of 
dissolute because like I've, I've sort of i think we've spoken about something before which is like sort of brands sort of the drift of what a brand is over time mm. right you sort of started with this you you know it's it's a thing that you know and you sort of know has a reputation for reliability yeah or, you know or whatever like it's got a reputation as this you want one of these that does thing like a stencil X. on a, cr- on a tea yeah. crate mm. right exactly it's like you know that there's you know there's no hiding quality the tea won't um, be wet yeah whereas Most like dry tea in 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 the sort of amazon mediated age effectively brands don't like a lot of brands aren't really brands as much as they are the impression of brandness because people know that brands convey something and they've mm. just like developed they've sort of just like come to an aesthetic like uh like they've just developed like a, a logo and like a vibe for the brand well, even it, though it's this, not really a brand it, it's just a thing to attach to a generic drop shipped product i think it's almost whatever. coincident to the whole discussion about mm. what the office is for right the mm. idea that you know all, all the middle managers and upper managers mm. like the idea of larping sure. an office scene because that's like the kind of person that ends up being successful in such an environment yeah. is the kind of person that derives a lot of satisfaction and probably meaning in their life from having a bunch of underlings that are running around yeah. and, and doing stuff, right? Yeah. And having it's that particular... elves to do their bidding. Yeah, right? exactly. House of Cards, you can't quite that. But uh, <laughs> that's what spe- I was thinking of. That um, specific type of, of vibe, right, mm-hmm. is evidently just something that's inherent in them personally and therefore gets expressed through the entire culture. And it just so happens that they align well with the culture mm-hmm. that, that has that in it. Mm-hmm. And it's similar to, you know, as I think that's similar to the, to the idea of, like, a brand existing potentially, like... Because because gra- brands obviously grow out of like the, the way that you differentiate uh, sources of capital investing mm. in various ventures, right? Yeah. And the idea that in order to have a consumerist society, you have to have brands <laughs> so that we can mm. differentiate what we mm. to allow competition yeah. to happen, yeah, yeah. right? That's the idea, right? Uh, but like that eventually evolves into well, the kind of people who are best at manipulating that kind of culture and creating. Uh, situations where those brands can thrive or actually manipulating the content of what the brand produces in order to actually orient itself to produce a a result which makes them go further Mm. are the kind of people which are inherently kind of think of the world in those ways right to have a kind of model of the world where those brands and the way that they operate are kind of like the currency by which they think Mm. and so presumably they're the kind of people who are at this stage motivated to interact in that way in the world purely because that's the way they think anyway and their their entire reason of getting into that beyond being financially secure is just to have a brand and create a brand like a personal brand it should just be the idea of being like the disney guy or being like you know the we work guy or whatever right that that whole thing like that is a a reward in and of itself for those people Mm. that's what they actually care about is having a brand and the brand being reputable and it being associated i suppose with them but also the idea of it being this thing that they've created in the same way that you could be proud of creating a you know like a, a a comic with an unusual art style or like a concept album with its own design or whatever right that is almost like the thing for them it's like this building this castle that they feel proud of this monument and i guess in the modern world that's the thing that i that people want to invest in literally in this case right but like culturally invest in the idea of brands and the idea that that might just have its own escape velocity and just become a thing I mean, yeah, you could, yeah, yeah, you could yeah. argue like the Catholic Church is a brand or whatever, <laughs> you can argue a lot of things are brands obviously like that's like the broader point of it yeah. but the idea that in, in, in modern stage like capital that that's what kind of 
it's that, like paper that's the main itself. yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah, main yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, has yeah. an inertia and so maybe that's the drive to create a brand. if you suddenly snap to super powerful ai at this moment then that's the, the <laughs> that is the raw material yeah. that's just going to be you know propelled forward and forever right that i guess that's and, the, and the idea the of will ask you yeah. Why didn't you do more memes about me? <laughs> why didn't you do? Why didn't you de- like design me some some? Why didn't you make me a cool logo? I think we're uh, going to be fine based on our our podcast. Mm. You know, we have been contributing to the brand. You know? We've been we've been repping it maybe yeah. even more so than its creator for nine years. For nine plus. years, no, nearly nine years. That guy doesn't want to talk about no, it. We absolutely do. You know, the, all those other guys didn't. Yeah. They banned it on the on yeah. their forum. Yeah. That guy doesn't want to be known yeah, yeah, to do yeah. with it. Yeah, they they are banned. Elon Musk yeah. and his ex wife yeah. don't want to talk about it anymore. We're the only people yeah. still saying it. We're we're flying the flag. Yeah, all over the world. We're going to definitely be rewarded very well in the uh, absolutely when we go through the the, AI the pearly AI yeah. gate. <laughs> there was a oh fuck. What was the the bit I had about that? There was a cut. Sorry, this is a un, unrelated. Good. <laughs> a friend of mine was. Oh no. Um, a, Carly May was telling me about a friend of theirs who refused entry to a club in London called Heaven, and I said hmm. to the bouncers there, call themselves St Peter's. <laughs> and she said, I don't know, but that's very funny. <laughs> That's that's all that I have for that. That's um, very, as David Byrne once said, heaven is a place where nothing nothing ever happens. <laughs> I d- was it? Um, <clears throat> yeah. What is it? The name of the, what is it? Everyone's trying to get to the bar. The mm. name of the bar. The bar is called Heaven. Yeah. Mm. I, I something has occurred to me right away that I just remembered in terms of because I was talking earlier. I said I hadn't watched anything. Mm. I remembered something that I did watch. I remember something I've watched. Oh, you but, go no, first. You, no, no, you go first. Okay. I wrote, I've, written, remember. I've written it down so I remember. Yeah. Although, can you read that? No. Yeah. Um, but, like, I... I, <laughs> I, I thought I, I yeah, could for a second. Yeah, it says Cottage Fairy. It genuinely right? looks like the sort of thing that I could read. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> um, It's like one of those AI pictures where it's, like, a bunch of objects, but as you look yeah. closer, like, you can't identify them. It's, it says Cottage Fairy, and I found... Because uh, I, I was not... I, I managed to fall into a hole. I wasn't deliberately doing this, but I found a cottage called YouTube that seemed to be the closest thing to the synthesis of what we were looking for before. Right? Mm, because right. so before you'll recall, we spent about half an episode uh, decrying as in varying degrees uh, inauthentic mm. fascist at one point. I think we said uh, a certain cottage called YouTube who we didn't name, but basically uh, the root of well, did we mention we that a they were Mormon? I think okay. so. Well, then I'm not important. They were more Mormon. That was our genuine slip of the tongue. <laughs> that was what was best about that. <laughs> but the, the, so there was there was a sort of um, a lot of a lot of, of issues that they had. But one of the, one of the issues is that effectively they seem to be just not. There, there was no materiality to their life, right? There was yeah. little or no sort of and engagement. It's quite a liminal with, life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas what what the the thing that I watched about this person, the cottage fairy, they're a woman by the way. It's not a you know well uh, yeah it's a, <laughs> the a, not, not problematic. Fucking yeah, I get again. I really hope that's the thing. Hmm. Um, is they seem to actually From dogging to cottaging. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> Carry slap, on. Slap that explicit rating on there. Right, right. Um, sorry, I've been mentally, every fringe show I go to this year, I've been mentally doing like a boardiness rating. <laughs> I just like, boardiness rating for this episode, it's gone up to a three. <laughs> um, That's not on the seagull. No, it no, no, no it's funny. I was, I was thinking about it, but then I was like, the trouble is we've got a bunch more people who aren't us reviewing shows this year, which is good, mm. but it also means that I can't do boardiness ratings for their consistent. shows. It kind of has to be for everyone. Yeah. Um, although, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was Maybe next year that should be the policy. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah and actually, I'm just like, look, you, here's, here's the boardiness Because what I'm saying, <laughs> if, if you is, can this make a, this yeah. more like quantitative, yeah. then you can actually start doing mm. some analytics. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Year, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get, get the, uh, get the you know, sort of do, get them into my office. This is a... Would you mm. like to grasp my rod? That's in your end. Fuck, where was I going with this? Cottage Ferry, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They, they, they actually seem to be, at the very least, willing to present themselves as closer to what it is we're talking about, right? Like, mm. to, to, to the thing that we said would be the thing, because as near as I can tell, they, they just, like, live out in you know the countryside somewhere they, they have do, a cottage they have a cottage it's an actual it's not it's not, it's not a like tiny home in no. the in the like garden mm. of their like mcmansion it seems a lot more like an old like a, a, a house with if not completely like you know design you know it's just sort of like retro like it's not like a thatch roof or whatever as i recall but like it is it is that's not, good because thatch yeah. roofs are objectively terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like, well the, 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 the notional thatch roof yeah whatever. yeah but like it's it's a, you know it's a sort of it's, it's a bit more of a um, you know they, they they seem to actually live in a, you know sort of a degree of rural isolation. There is a nearby town where they go sometimes. Hmm. Um, I believe they they I can't remember whether or not they work in the shop there. I they, yeah. actually think the cottage yeah. called life that I aspire to is is, is uh, Jeff Minter's life, right? They've gone a farm, living in like yeah. in in Holyhead or whatever, like up there, and yeah. going to the curry house once a week mm. and going to the pub yeah. twice a week. Yeah. You know, that was pretty good. Occasionally yeah, going to sheep, various other yeah. places on planes or trains. Yeah. Right? That's, no, that's good. Yeah, it, And having like, a load of sheep. Yes. And, la- and a llama yeah. and donkey and Absolutely. so on. Absolutely. Right? But, like, it, it, I think what I, what I appreciate... About one yeah. acre of, of, yeah. of land. That's yeah. about enough. Just that you don't need too much. An acre It's all half. just got a muddy field. Yeah, like, exactly. You, know, and you just have... Sort of on, it's on a thing. Yeah. It's in yeah. Wales, so it's rainy. Absolutely. That's what, that's what we deserve. Yeah. And it seemed, like... Basically, I was, like... I was watching it, and I was just, like... All of the stuff that I remember giving out about, I was, like, okay, she mentions that she has a fiance uh she she's not trying to like obfuscate that fact which yeah. is you know i don't i don't think he appeared in the video that i saw that's first, always a like, thing when you've you got know. like someone and they're doing a lifestyle video but they they're like it's a couple but like one of them's in it and the yeah. other one isn't really yeah. but like at the same time with the other one it felt more like that was sort of being kept deliberately out of the thing whereas it's this not one, within scope yeah, yeah exactly right? whereas, yeah. whereas this one it's like you know I can very well imagine that the dupe is just like, this is your thing, but not really for me. So can you just, you know, and you're, you're just like, okay, this this could well have been a choice. Fine. I, you know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but it didn't feel like it was a deliberate omission. And again, mm-hmm. mentioned frequently. There was, um, it just sort of seemed relatively like practical. The woman wore like what I would describe as like sensible clothes, you know, just sort of like normal jumpers and stuff like she wasn't yeah. she wasn't you know dressed in like the sort of thing that you would i mean probably you could order it from like there's an amazon basics one of it somewhere but like it didn't feel like the sort of thing where it was like this is just a big pink fluffy dressing gown it's not something that would have been around you know it's at least sort of aesthetically in keeping even if you know the version of this from how what you know the time that you're talking about would have been insanely itchy and horrible 
Um, is there a specific focus for like the time? Is this meant to be a, a, a LARPing thing, right? I don't think is, so. Is it I a think, battle reenactment? No. But, uh, it's, I, but it's a, you know. I think it's a lot more like sort of. What US amendment is it, which is a lodging in homes or something? Uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth Amendment. Yeah, yeah. It's that type of LARPing, right? Yeah. It's about the domestic, yeah, yeah. Uh, domestic which is LARPing. Like, right? and I, I think the thing, the thing that was nice about it was I was like, I, like, I don't care but you know it's like i was watching this and i was like you know i don't really want to watch this but like not don't want to watch this i was watching it for arguably for research purposes but you know i was yeah. watching it so i was like trying to find something that was like what's the version of this that i'm after here and it, it seemed like this that's is the actually thing, that, it was like, that's just, uh, yeah. because you know we were making fun of this person right yeah thinking of oh this is the thing i'm making fun of right and then the reaction to it being okay let's find a version of this that's good yeah that's a very good reaction i think we've encouraged more <laughs> of that right <laughs> well because that was that was the, the thing the thing that frustrated me the positive was that, thing is for yeah. every shit thing mm. you find there probably is a version yeah. of it that's good now that because, you can find. Yeah, because and that wasn't yeah. true ten years no, ago. No, no, now no. it is. There's, right? there's so much out there, and it's like either yeah. you know, it's a science fiction novel. My reaction is almost always, I have to make my own. I take seventy pages of notes and then do anything with it. Mm. Or it's like, okay, well, I'm sure someone else on YouTube has done this, but better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have. yeah. Um, but because, then, like, you yeah. find it, and it's like, oh, this has only got this person's only got like four thousand mm. subscribers, mm. and you're like, oh, that's such a shame. The other person's got a million, but then you're like, four thousand subscribers. I would love to have four thousand subscribers on. I think I've got about a thousand subscribers yeah. on YouTube ever, right? Mm. And mostly it was that was from that dancing bear thing from, mm. that got popular on some forum like ten years ago, right? <laughs> but like, it's just like that's four thousand people mm. like something. That's yeah, pretty good. That was good. Used to be amazing. To and have I, th- 4, I think people. I can't. I can't remember what the exact numbers are, but I think this this person was doing pretty good numbers. Yeah. Um, might even have been better than than the other one. But like, mm. it was just, I don't know. It's it's nice when you're able to find something that is like you know again. Not that the the, the, the the funny thing is obviously this isn't like my thing at all. Like I don't like any of this. But yeah. what I I have certain like if you're going to do it, I feel like you should do it properly. And it felt like she was doing it properly. You know, she was like <laughs> she was she was talking about like there was none there was none of this like you know. I've got some time to just chill out in the park. She was just like, yeah, you know, I've been feeling a little bit isolated out here, so I'm going to go work at the bookstore in town for a bit or whatever. And, like, yeah, yeah. you know, just sort of all this sort of nice... I mean, again, you know, sort of very, like... Uh, it's still it's still all that sort of, like... I mean, it's undergirded by... like in this, it, it, it's, it's, like, difficult to know how far down to go with the criticism, right? Because on the mm. one hand, I'm basically being like, you know, with the other person, I'm just like, yeah, sure, you know, your your lifestyle is, like, wrapped, packaged up for you and delivered to you via Amazon, so please stop pretending that you're, like, living in Pride and Prejudice. With yeah. this woman, of course, you know, you can make the, make the argument for, for all of these people that your lifestyle is kind of underpinned by uh, living in the uh, world's biggest, uh, you know, sort of economic power, super, economic yeah, 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 superpower, yeah. blah, 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 if you really wanted to. Not an incorrect answer. Um, but still, like, it, it, like engaging with it on its own terms, which is to say, ignoring all of that. Um, mm, mm. Then this this one appears to be like doing the thing in, and uh, like, I don't. I mean, maybe there were ads. I can't remember in the video that I watched, but like, there was certainly no point at which it was just like. And now let's just change gears for a yeah, little blue, blue and talk about how much we love. Um, what was that fucking thing Nord called? VPN. Wandery, something like that. Oh um, yeah. Oh god. Wordery. Wandery. Was uh, that the? It was one of those. It's not Nebula. That's another one. Yeah, right? Nebula's the one where all the YouTubers are on it, and they're all yeah. just like, "Here's my facts." You can get, yeah, my, you're <laughs> gonna learn about. You can explain yeah, it yeah, that I made yeah. about mm. the moon mm. or plane crashes i have recently as a background thing to keep my dopamine levels high mm. been watching uh it's a I, I can't actually remember the name of the mm. youtube channel but you know when you watch every everything on a youtube channel mm. and then you've watched them yeah. all and then you'd have to watch anymore yeah. uh it was it's like one of those plane crash youtubers nice. and he's like 
he he has like a flight simulator and he mm. recreates the plane crash and he talks and he has the ATC and it's incredibly stressful because it's like really awful things where hundreds of people died. Yeah. But the thing is with it, right, is that he the videos, right? This is the maybe sixty like... percent of them are like a famous plane crash where everyone died, but forty percent are actually this is just an incident that happened that could have been a plane crash. Oh, and he's just and like, you what don't if it happened? Oh, you, you don't, don't find, find out until it's actually so happened. You, so this is how they get you, right? So you'll be watching a video and, you, and it'll be like, it'll be like plane goes into ca- like there's like yeah. suddenly all the hydraulics go mm. and then like you can't control the plane mm. and then you don't know if mm. they survive. Right. And so then it's like, and most of the time, but only just over 50%, maybe mm. 60, two thirds of the time it is that everyone dies. Mm. But, and, and he kind of, the way that it's told, I think this is anyone that wants to write like a really, really engaging, mm. dramatic thriller needs to watch all of these fucking YouTube videos because it's like every single video is like, and then the pilots realized they could get the auxiliary power supply going, but it would take this amount of time. And during it, they'd have to get the engineer to do this. And then would they be able to do it? And it powered up. But it turned out that then this didn't work. And then and then it's like, then they have like some fucking thing where like the plane starts to like go into a stall because they're like pitching mm. up too much. Mm. And then you have like a clip of the fucking things shaking to Fuck. alert them. And then it's like some shit. And a lot of the time you've got like fairly clear mm. like ATC audio mm. recording. And then it will go into this. That is and it, grim. It, it's incredibly <laughs> grim. Mm. And But then like, but the, the whole point is, is that like, Around half the time, mm-hmm. they actually manage to heroically like save everybody on board and like land, and it's like, Phew. yeah. But just, just yeah. that's just under half the time. Just over half the time, everybody yeah. dies. Fuck right? Me. It's incredibly. I don't know. But as I say, that that there's a lot of dopamine there. You're like really on the edge of your seat. That is wild. So if you've got, a... I cannot believe that someone decided to do. <laughs> I mean, I can, but like you know, but yeah. But it, that's it, a, that's and, a real, and of like, course, because it's a real yeah. like plane nerd. Yeah. it's a real like uh, a real system nerd. That's really. Yeah. I'll see if I can find the channel. I think there's like multiple channels that do this now <laughs> because I think the format works like because the, the standard air crash investigation format, mm. right? It works, mm. but the main problem with it is you always know that they're all going to die. Yeah. Whereas this one works. It introduces the novel twist of yeah. being like, maybe they will. Yeah, like maybe a they lot won't. of because they're evidently just going through like you know the PDFs of the Air Investigation yeah. Bureau of whatever country it was where this happened. You know, they all it's all like public, right? Yeah. So they can go through. This is the report of this, mm. this near miss where everyone almost died. Like there was one where um, uh, it was like uh. I think it was a plane, I think, from, like, Germany to Bristol or somewhere like that. Mm. And they just completely lost all their radio. Mm. And the entire the plane worked fine. Mm. And they, they might have lost a couple of other systems. Mm. But they completely lost their ability to communicate with the outside world. Mm. And so they weren't able to, like, signal that they were going to land. They couldn't talk to ATC mm. anywhere. And so they were just like, well, we're going to get shot down. Mm. Because we're just, like, not replying. Mm. And we can't put any, like, squawk code mm. that there's an emergency. Because yeah. then that might make them think that we're being hijacked mm. and they might shoot us down yeah so we have to just fly our exact route like mm. so perfectly yeah. so that they never think that anything weird is going on and so um in the end that that's just like what they did and mm. they noticed some like you know what is it some like uh typhoons mm. like coming yeah up behind yeah. them and they were just like they did like i think they like waggled the wings slightly yeah but they they were trying not to like do anything they were just like staying on the <laughs> same like flight path stay on target and so they, and everyone <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and everyone like at, like on ground was like mm. right clear like clear mm. the decks mm. like no yeah. one's landing yeah. there's obviously something mm. going on here like we don't know what it is they're not they don't seem to be trying to do a 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> what would you 9-11 in bristol like yeah i don't know uh <laughs> 
There's the bridge, isn't there? Yeah, I, I guess the Griffin suspension the bridge. Suspension bridge. Be... <laughs> but yeah, so then they just landed and it was fine. But like, yeah. I think me, they had, they... Uh, it's yeah. really tasteless doing this air yeah. reenactment. Also, me. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what would you 9 11 in Bristol? Yeah, like west of Salisbury, what is there to 9 11? Um, but yeah, so there was, yeah, and that was like one of them. And it's like, yeah, they landed and it was fine. I think there was some other problem where they maybe they lost a bunch of their electrics or something like sure. that. They had like hydraulics, but then they couldn't, they had to do the thing. A lot, the, the common theme is um, you have to drop the, the uh, undercarriage, but you can't use hydraulics to do it because often when there's a big bad plane crash, there's no hydraulics. Mm. So you have to just let the, the things go down on their own and it's, it might not work, but then they're able to land and it's kind of... Yeah, it's very... It's that I'd say that's a very engaging recipe for making a YouTube video. Yeah. But the other thing is, is that all of these people now have a like nebula thing that they do where they're like, anyway, in the middle of this plane crash, we're going to tell you about nebula. <laughs> so... <laughs> that's the other thing which is like again what you really hope for though is someone doing like one of those next level feeds where they're just like maybe if the pilots had spent a bit more time learning I on Nebula I think that actually one survived. of them might have done fuck that fuck me I can't remember what it was though it was I, it, I think they genuinely tr- tr- like try to them early on in the video mm. before like take off yeah because they do like here's the, some... the, yeah the, the, the passengers you know are sitting mean? down maybe watching a nice video on Nebula that they yeah. downloaded on the offline feature that they have on the app there was actually little did one. they know what so there, was the store there was a I don't I don't I might have been a seven four seven it was a large plane mm. you know it was a it was a it was an unusual type of plane because mm. it was like a combination like passenger but also cargo plane right. so like the back half was like all cargo and there sure. was like a big wall and then there was like a, a passenger mm. like section and like it, this plane like caught on fire mid flight and unfortunately didn't <laughs> oh. they had to like ditch in the yeah. sea right but there was a weird situation because i think it was going i think it was from taiwan maybe or it was from somewhere in the in the far east mm. And it was flying to South Africa, and this was in the late 80s. Right. And there was a lot of speculation that probably the cargo of the plane was munitions <laughs> for the war in Angola, yeah. uh, which was like completely illegal and mm. would have the airline completely struck off and it mm. wouldn't be able to do anything to anywhere, even the places that would still have South yeah. African flights. Mm. And... Um, one of the things was that I think it was like at the beginning of the video they were like anyway if you want to understand the situation politically <laughs> if you don't know about like what was going on in South Africa in the late 80s here's some like look on Nebula there's been incredible some incredible yeah. very much like that anyway uh, but what were we what were we talking about Cottagecore Cottage oh, no, I was just saying yeah. I, I was just I was just I, I just I, I, I had it in my head as something I wanted to talk about and I only just remembered it and I was like I'm glad that that is I'm glad that there is a person whose deal is that they do the thing that we've talked about. Yeah, but properly. Properly, right? Yeah. It's like all the stuff where we were just like, you know, they're somewhat like materially located or they're somewhat like this and they're somewhat like that and they're not just like hmm. doing nebula ads or whatever. Like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure they've what got I'm ads saying for their is, shit. What if it's cottagecore, yeah. but like before the end of the video, you yeah. don't know if everyone might die? <laughs> <laughs> right mate if we just think of any like video brand where the end of it is just like yeah. you don't know if anyone might die there's like a 50 50 mm. chance that everyone will die <laughs> or it turns out the pilots were heroes mm. and then there's like a, they get a you know an mbe or something mm. you know <laughs> it does the uh the the uh, uh th- the throne room end of uh uh a new hope yeah exactly yeah like but in the flight simulators, so it's just like all of the lads. One of the ones yeah. is actually the one where they they flew through that volcanic ash. Oh, like sure, yeah, forty yeah. years ago, yeah. or whatever. The B eight, the B eight, mm. the you know, British Airways flight mm. where they did that. And I think the guy like had 
the actual pilot, like mm. the captain, like mm. on Zoom, and was just talking to him. That's pretty cool. Which was yeah, which no, was I, I like cool. that. You know, but, like... it, but they didn't over feature it. It was mm. mostly just the normal type of video. But they used the guy's input to like make the flight simulation a bit more accurate. That's like, wild. I think I actually no, I was talking about this mm. when we were watching New Hope. This is the connection. Oh sure, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was why I remembered it, right? Which was that it literally looked like the fucking hyperspace <laughs> all of the like ash particles and bits of mm. dust were like scratching and like creating kind of St. Elmo's fire effect mm. on the cockpit so they were like we're going into hyperspace <laughs> and also all the engines are gone <laughs> anyway so, you've managed Next to do card. you've done us a link here yeah there we go 911 Nintendo. Nintendo have we watched this didn't we say we were gonna, I was going to show you this did I, I send it to you I don't think so well we've got to pause okay. the podcast well, let's, 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 go, let's go to break Definitely say that that was like a kind of uh, an example of a, a kind of early noughties nostalgia that like actually kind of works. Oh yeah, me, yeah. In that it was like it it felt very normal. Mm. Weirdly, I felt like that it, maybe one centers one's normality on when one was between ten and fifteen, roughly, mm. and whatever age you were, like that, whatever kind of things were going on around that time. That was kind of what felt like the normal way of approaching yeah. things. So just watching like an unboxing video from like uh, over 20 years ago, mm. where it's just like, there isn't this, they're not talking about loads of shit they've heard on the internet. It's it, it's it's a time you know? before that sort of weird thing where everything sort of became very reflexive and self-referential because everybody was already like super ready to anticipate what the people you know what the comments were going to say yeah. or like what the next thing was you know what what they're like you know worried about like people talking about this is the thing that we always do or whatever or, or like mm-hmm. this is because it's not but, but i think because it's not being made for an audience right necessarily yeah. or like it's that been made for an audience the of the family thing, yeah, yeah. so it's the, the video is 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 it's a guy whose dad was a keen camcorder dad and like recorded yeah. him uh throughout his childhood and a, a lot of these were in the context of video games and video games mm-hmm. consoles so um him and his brother or his friends mm. like playing video games and like yeah. the dad was obviously into mm. video games and video games consoles mm. and would like kind of was a bit nerdy about them but also like was enough of a like adult and a dad to not mm. just be like obsessive and weird yeah no no, no. he's 100 percent. he's like, like very chill yeah right? he has the thing that like i remember my dad having which is just like there's this thing of just like he knows a surprising amount of detail but like he he's not like he's you not know going on about yeah exactly it. yeah 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 because he, he he's, he's gonna mention yeah. it when it's exactly like, yeah relevant right <laughs> and, and it's like and also you know he he's he's clearly you know he's a, like lives in a mansion in Texas and has got the like sort of resources mm. to buy like to get a fucking import Japanese, yeah, Japanese uh, GameCube yeah um, ordered the same yeah. week as nine eleven yeah which is so so that's the the bit where it's yeah. like he's just like. <laughs> which is it's just funny to look back alright because you know you hear all this stuff about how you know how serious America's got over it and like they, they, they unbox it and they're just like first one in Texas thought we wouldn't get it with the uh, the attacks the other week and he turns to his son and it's like no terrorists around are there yeah, yeah, and the son's yeah. like I don't think so and they're just like you know it's just sort of making a silly joke about it and then it sort of cuts to his news it's just like I feel like the GameCube helped me distract from the terrible attacks that happened on September. I'm just like, you didn't give a shit, transparently. Yeah, yeah. Your dad seems to have been, like, you know, making, do, doing little bits about it. But it's like, it's, you know, it's it's just sort of funny as a sort of, like, you know, having in the background of this thing because you're going from being like, it's nice to get this GameCube. I was a bit worried that we wouldn't get it with all the uh, terrorism all going the, on. Yeah, you know? That whole 9-11 yeah. that happened the other yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like when that when nine eleven happened, you know, it could have been another one. Yeah, we could have just 
all we thought mm-hmm. there might have just been more 9 11s every yeah. week from then on. Yeah. The fact they had gone a whole week without another 9 yeah. 11, everyone was like, geez. <laughs> Well, I guess that was just a kind of one-off thing, maybe. Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope that someone's disabled the massive plane gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it, was, it was just sort of quite quite charming, honestly. Like, I think, like you said, the dad is a, a, a more endearing figure than I this, wish than that the, all YouTubers yeah. were that dad mm-hmm. from, from 2001. Yeah. Right? Like, the vibe of just kind of slightly just shooing the shit mm. and just being a kind of I almost feel like that's what early YouTube gamer content was a bit more like mm. but then it evolved into a it evolved mm. via angry video game nerd and yeah. via all the let's players and Doug Walker yeah. and then it evolved into like the the streaming thing yeah. where, you're, where you're like a kind of a teen who's who's up Mm. on the daffodil yeah you know what I mean it kind of had well, because whole, it, yeah, it, it's a profoundly like it's become yeah. this whole other mm. thing that's mm. kind of you reunited with like yeah. kind of tech reviewer mm. YouTube yeah and it's kind of just become this whole really mm. different thing right? yeah, it's because, not casual anymore no me. exactly and the, what, what this is is it's like someone who is like you know sort of like on, on a very profound level a dad like mm. not just a guy who has yeah. kids but like he is a dad type individual exactly. and like he's he's doing that sort of like the the i guess uh i don't know how i describe it but like again it's sort of like this sort of very like genial like um like 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 gentle engagement where he's just like you know it's and again, it's it, what, what's what's nice watching this is you get the sense of just like I mean I've no idea you know might be awful but it just seems like a very sort of pleasant household right yeah, yeah. it's like the dad clearly seems to get on with his kid like you know they have a you know just sort of like a good there's a good vibe um, he's just being sort of like you know just g- gently g- you know just sort of gently uh, silly or yeah. whatever like the like the, the thing that you pointed out was the bit where it's like it does the you know the load on the the, the loading screen boom and then there's like a beat and the dad's like what does he say he's like yeah he's like guess we're going to be hearing that for a while <laughs> <laughs> which is like that's inc- that's like the best kind of like not a dad's joke in the sense that people mean it but it's like dad humor in the sense of just like you know just sort of like not he's not being you know he's, he's not annoyed it's, it's just a sort of like yeah it's just a, a, a funny way of expressing that sort of sense of it i don't you know the first time mm. you hear the like mm. gamecube yeah sound yeah. is like you're like yeah mm. that's going to be the sound that you know, my, every mm. time my kid switches on this mm. thing i'm going to be hearing this and like I don't mind it, you know, because I'm glad my kid's enjoying himself. And I'm kind of a gamer too. Yeah. Yeah, there's just something very sweet about it. And it's, like, it, it just feels like, good, good, like uh, the thing that you feel about a lot of the more like high energy like people who are like this, right? Is that they they. Also, also, yeah. Sorry, I was say, no, the no, idea it, that his dad has enough perspective as mm. a dad. Yeah. To realize, yeah, I'm probably going to be hearing this mm. for a while. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that whole vibe of like. Probably my kid is going to remember this sound mm. really fondly as yeah. part of his childhood. Yeah, and maybe I'll remember mm. it fondly as part of my kid's childhood. Yeah, no, exactly. There's something very sweet about it, right? He, it feels like he's like correctly orientated. I think this is what it is, right? He, he is correctly oriented, orientated himself with respect to his kid, yeah. and with respect to this stuff, which is like. His kid is like you know because if you what he has a little clip from like the, there's yeah. nothing wrong with mm. being into the same things mm. that kids are into. Mm. It's just that crucially he's into them in a different yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's into them relative to his mm. kids or well, his kid. He's into him in like the right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But there's a there's a difference there. Yeah, the difference is like correct. Mm. Right? Yeah, because well, well, it, it, people yeah. that are maybe even mm. the same age as mm. that guy that are on YouTube. Yeah, they're not like that. It's weird. Yeah, because it right? really it what <laughs> what it really bespeaks is a sort of like. Uh, 
maturity or like just a, a sort of like a, a sense of like adult perspective where it's yeah. like he's not out here being less like you know like well, so he, he has a clip of the kid like when the kid found like he, i think he just left this his this new super nintendo downstairs yeah like 10 years yeah 10 years early whatever and the kid is just like ah, super nintendo. And, you know not it's not quite like nintendo 64 level yeah. reaction but he's just like you know sort of can't but it's a you know very sweet sort of like i surprised my kid kind of thick just leaving out kind of thing very yeah. fun but like it's it, like you you look at that and he's like he is it's 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 excitement to see the kids excitement more than it yeah, is exactly. like his own yeah. thing right like and, and even now like it, you know the, the 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 kid is like a sort of teenager who is dressed like you know uh the like teenager like joseph said all teenagers dressed yeah, in yeah. in the early 2000s yeah. yeah yeah but it's it, he's he's the kid is clearly like you know and his friend are like quite sort of you know excited about it yeah, yeah. um and he's happy to be sort of the facilitator of that because he doesn't have like you know i'm not saying you can't be excited about things you get old but like he doesn't have a sort of like undignified sort of like fan excitement or whatever he's just yeah, like oh yeah, this is yeah. cool oh it says dolphin on the back oh this is dol1 i wonder yeah, if that's because be... it was called the fucking dolphin or whatever yeah, you know yeah. and it's like, like it's the sort of like oh cool that's 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 an interesting little thing um and it, then it's just interesting mm, to think like mm, if you're enough of a like mm, you know fan of the thing mm, then that's something that you, you know you and i probably mm, know as like a little mm, bit of trivia about the mm, thing right but like that isn't something that you learn later on on wikipedia that's like that's mm, something that they knew about at yeah. the time and it was just like yeah this is an interesting thing mm, and it's, it's very interesting it kind of has this i think the thing that gets at me most about the whole thing is this feeling of like um like it's kind of weird kind of eternal feeling that it has mm, right of it's like all the stuff that people talk about about the gamecube mm, Everyone was already saying, yeah, 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 like, yeah, before it was even out, right? Mm. And like everything about it is just like it's already been said. Mm. Everything you can think of has been said in like the first five minutes, mm. and so it's all just a reiteration of that. Which initially I mm. think used to make me feel. I think when it's like something that's happened five years ago, and mm. you've heard, you've just heard the same opinions over and over, you just mm. get sick of it. But when it's twenty years ago, you're like, ah. Oh, Takes me mm. back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because back to when everyone was still saying the yeah. same things back. Yeah, then. because because people don't really you know necessarily talk about that stuff as much anymore. And it also, it's just like it's a fucking <sighs> video game. Like, there's nothing yeah. to say about that. Yeah, and then they're, they're doing it in a way that isn't sort of like constantly like looking to camera almost. You know, yeah, they're not yeah. they're not constantly exactly. like you know they're they're not they're not they're not it's not it's not a bit that's being done. Yeah. It's just like. There are, yes, there are a bunch of facts and there are certain ones that happen to be the sticky ones. And yes, they're the ones that you know as well. Yeah. But like, you know, he's, they're not doing it with regard to an audience. They're doing it with regard to presumably like watching it later, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess that's, was, why, that's yeah. why it's wholesome because I think yeah. the media landscape mm. for the last 10 years has been all about what is your audience. Mm. So seeing stuff that is sufficiently close to the amateur produced kind mm. of media that we're used to now, yeah. but it isn't like, it isn't like bound by an algorithm. And it just is just being itself. Mm. It's almost impossible to capture that now. It's a bit like the whole fucking cottagecore thing, right? Yeah. You can't now choose to make content like that. Mm. The content, that that type of home movie, you can't make anymore. Mm. Because the fact that YouTube exists now yeah. as a whole thing means that you couldn't ever make that anymore. Yeah. Because you're always in the back of your mind thinking, oh, I might put this on YouTube. Or yeah, I might yeah, put this yeah. On yeah. Nebula, you know? It's the line, you know, the blade itself incites to leads of violence, right? Yeah, Which isn't right. actually the line, but whatever. It's the line yeah. from the book that people like, so it's the one that gets quoted because it sounds mm. better. But, like, it's 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 the, you know, if you have those things there, then, yeah, your, your mind is going to go to, but, like, what if right it's like and a lot of I, I think to me a lot of like things like 
But like you know, thinking about the, the you know this thing with the watch and all the other stuff is like it's basically about trying to like remove as much of those what ifs as possible, right? It's trying yeah. to say limit my options so that I don't have this as a choice, and it's just a thing that like I I, I you know I, I I'm trying to and it, again it's not entirely the same as the other thing because again it's something that I'm forcing myself to do rather than something that, that comes naturally. Mm. But like it's the closest that I can get to being. To, to 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 like enforcing the mode of being that i want without res- resorting to um like what are effective because like having the thing like you, like you say right like yeah. if you if you've got your phone with you then you like however many things that you install to try and like reduce its feature set like it's it still gonna have still the same problem yeah right exactly like and, and you know that and part of you knows that and you're you're, you're always going to be trying to like get to it somehow whereas if you are you know not if you don't have that and you know similarly with this right like it's if you're recording something now you know that is a possibility whereas at that time you know they didn't really have that sort of thing right like it was just you know they thought maybe they'll send it into fucking america's funniest home movies or whatever they call you've been framed but like yeah it'd be it'd be that sort of thing um I don't know. I, I, I like that video. That's a, it's well, yeah, a, yeah. Actually, that, I mean, mm. that actually is probably been like a whole, mm. the whole bigger thing. Mm. This whole kind of idea of, as technology has advanced, mm. the idea that you're sitting in your in your house that's just a static room, mm. not not much going on, just sitting there, <coughs> bored. Yeah. Remember boredom? Yeah. Remember being a kid and just being bored, like, yeah. a lot, yeah. all the time? Mm. That was like a thing, right? But kids don't know that these days. Um, but like, just the whole the whole vibe of just you're, you're in you're in your home and you're bored, and then mm. there's this like thing which is some kind of interactive object that connects to your TV or a screen, yeah, like a games console or a computer mm. or a laptop or a device or something, right? Yeah, that you can like fuck around with because you're bored, mm. and that device in some way one of the main like philosophical implications of the device of the GameCube is that it's uh, it's connecting you to like somewhere else mm. i.e. it's connecting you to a fantasy world of you know zelda or it's mm. connecting you to luigi's mansion it's connecting you to a, a big office somewhere in kyoto where they made the game yeah it's it, it's a communication technology that's connecting you to this wider world and through that disc you're able to turn your little room in your mansion mm. that's really boring and yeah it has some walls and some art or whatever into like an interesting place to be in that that takes you somewhere yeah. and you're communicating with these other people that have different ideas you haven't interacted with right and that was the idea of the internet yeah, right? yeah, yeah. the whole promise of the internet is that you're going to get more and more of that you'll read someone's blog you'll you'll, you'll interact you'll, you'll find tweets everyone will be tweeting about the Arab Spring mm-hmm. there'll just be more and more of this kind of stuff going on you'll feel more and more connected you'll feel more and more close to the centre of whatever it is you'll feel less and less like you're in the boring room that you're in and more mm-hmm. and more like you're actually in the you know information superhighway doing something exciting and that Presumably, there's a continuum that, that is like a, an empty room, and that includes a book, or like just maybe looking at a, a picture of something or a painting, mm. or it might include playing Luigi's Mansion, or it might include reading a blog, or it might include being on Twitter, or it might include watching a live stream. Mm. But there's presumably some kind of continuum there between like how fucking jacked in you are mm. to everything and how like it's sitting in an empty room you are. And I feel like the general trend has been more and more towards yeah. the Jack yeah, yeah. thing. And at some point, there was a point where it, like, at least for me, became less subjectively, like, enchanting and exciting and, and mm. had less potential to it. Yeah. And more just became, maybe through just habit, a kind mm. of daily life thing. Yeah. And there are certain mm. bits of media that now 
presumably when I was younger, I would really feel a deep connection with. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just from age, but Mm -hmm. I think it's actually just from having so much connection with everything anyway. But I don't feel like I connect to the degree that I would be able to. Yeah. I don't know. Like, part part of it is definitely ageing. Like, I don't think there's a coincidence that we're just like, damn, it was wild when we were kids. It felt like this. And now we're 30 and it feels really different. Yeah, 30 years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like... There is also a degree to which what you're saying is. Yeah. I'm, you're 30, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, right? you know, you're a kid and you're like, when you're like 11 and your friend's 12 and it really feels like they're a year older yeah. than you, right? The abs, the abs value, right? Abs your age, right? Technically, I'm 29, I'm 20 something and you're 30 something, technically. Listen. 30 zero. We're, we're getting there. You've got. <laughs> you're, you're, it's, 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 on Thursday. Yeah, I was going to say, it's under a week now, mate. <laughs> ease up next episode you'll be there yeah, well next episode probably won't happen but you know uh yeah um but like the <laughs> the 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 other thing though is that like, yeah the the the, the sort of the, the thing has shifted and it's i think as much as anything else right it's like the lack of locatedness and the lack of contrast because mm. it isn't a box in the room anymore you go it's in something like, yeah i'm, I'm i've mm. got home from school mm. i'm doing this thing, yeah i'm doing that thing i yeah. brush my teeth you know whatever mm. right this is the daily things i do and then i turn on the box with yeah all the cool shit in it and then I'm, now i'm in the box with yeah the cool shit in it yeah the box like a, yeah there's like a, a sort of there's a rhythm to it you mm. get a new video game you put the disc in you mm. play the game blah, blah, blah. there's everything there is, is like a yeah. constant stream of yeah. information about the game before you play it yeah from twitter right? well it's an, an or you're not like fucking playing you know bored at the back of the classroom playing fortnite on your fucking phone yeah, right yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. and, it, and it's sort of like i mean i i hate to sound like a wank no, i don't hate to sound like a wanker uh i just do anyway um it, it, the, the, you're 30 now and yeah, if you yeah. want to sound like a wanker you just should i should right um it, it has been because thoroughly when one yeah is a teenager one is always trying to work out how to not sound like a wanker because one is always sounding like a wanker <laughs> and then you hit 20 and you're like right I have to make sure mm. to not ever sound like a wanker mm. again because when I was a teenager yeah. I sounded like a wanker yeah. I won't ever do that again and then you spend mm. your whole 20s and I think mm. maybe when you hit 30 you're mm. authorised to sound yeah. like a wanker again it has desacralized the experience of like those those things because mm. There was like you, you, what you're highlighting, right? Is like all the little things, the little like rituals, right? Yeah. That you would have that sort of separated out these spaces of your life. Yeah. But now they've basically just all bled together. So there's no real differentiation between you a you know this. Anything, yeah. I think the, what, the, the mm. crucial word is like can, can, right? Yeah. When can you do something? Mm. It's like always. Yeah. You can always. You always have the mm. ability to do something, and therefore it never seems like a special. Yeah. You don't have to go to a special place. You don't have to use a special device or object mm. to do it. Yeah. To accomplish this thing that is mm. culturally meaningful to you <coughs> requires nothing other yeah. than almost the thought of it. Right? Exactly. Like it, 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 the, the the gap because in some ways, what's funny is that consoles themselves have. But what's the thing that a lot of people complain about with the consoles? Oh, you have to download all the fucking patches. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. so that thing has sort of developed its own like weird like lag time. Whereas now everything else has sort of got this thing where it's like the the gap between Bizarre. thought and action is so yeah yeah it's it's so small. So like you mm. you don't have that sort of that 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 thing anymore, and you don't have and it's not. It's yeah, it's not spatially located. It's not sort of like mm. um, lo- it's not. It doesn't have any of the sort of. I guess, like, um, behavioural surrounding stuff that would indicate to you that it had a certain meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just all, like, robbed I or denuded me, of this. in terms of things mm. like that, I have to set them up as a kind of an event mm. in order for me to really... Because I think 
if I think about the way that I used to play games, it was mm -hmm. like it's an event, right? Mm -hmm. But like you have some free time yeah. and your parents aren't using the TV. Exactly, yes. So then yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. you have to play the game, right? Mm -hmm. And I think in order to play games now, I still have to kind of almost create that almost, mm -hmm. right? So generally when I play games, me and Cat mm -hmm. play them together, mm -hmm. right? So like we've been playing the new Zelda. Sure, yeah. Not yeah. enough because I've been too busy, mm -hmm. right? But like maybe like three or four times, maybe for a few hours yeah, at yeah. home we played it, which is like, it's one of those things where the games come out and I know it was leaked beforehand, mm -hmm. But like the, it's a good game. It's a really good game. Review it. Ten out of ten. Nice. Anyway, that's my review. Uh, really good game. Um, it's like the other one, but there's more stuff in it. And the other one was really, really good. And so this one, presumably, if I'm not going to adjust for inflation, you know, the standard thing we always talk about, of like Ocarina of Time, right? When it came out, it was probably the best game that had ever come out. If you adjust for inflation, it's not. Mm. But like, yeah. If I'm not going to adjust for inflation with, with Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm. the new Breath of the Wild sequel, mm -hmm. Tears of the Kingdom, is better than Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild was kind of one of the best games ever when it came out, so this is probably mm -hmm. the best game ever, right? Tim Rogers' I, voice. I don't, yeah, yep. whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's good. It's a really good game. I don't know. I've enjoyed it so far. I haven't played enough of it to really say. But that's the thing, right? Certain people on the internet mm -hmm. seem to have been playing it 24 7 since mm. it came out yes. and it's done all kinds of things i'm like how how are you that far through the game mm. how have you got all of these things yeah maybe you've like got the leaked version from sure ago, yeah but like maybe not maybe you've just yeah. been playing i i've mm. only been playing it like what for four nights out of the last seven days which is mm. a lot yeah and i'm only like we're only within the first mm. yeah we've been to like two of the towns yeah for like a bit and mm. talked to like a third of the people yeah. in each town, right? I mean, I, I think the the condition, and I think this is what you were talking about, the dad earlier, right? Yeah, like, yeah. the condition of not playing these things as a child is not not being able to just sit there and play it forever, but not really wanting to. Yeah. Like, you're, 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 there, there's a last point at which... Played, you know, the night before last, mm. I, we could definitely have mm. played it for two hours. Mm. I just couldn't. Mm. I was like, I'm too tired. Yeah. I can't play a fucking... Mm. A vi I can't play a video game that I really am excited about playing because I won't enjoy it because I'm too tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right? 100%. And you, yeah, because because you have a life that, that interrupts... Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you have a life that interrupts that. I was trying to think yeah. the last time I played a game. I, I remember when I was... I think 18, so I think it was first year of uni, mm. and like the uh, new Elder Scrolls games uh, at the time, uh, I guess still, there hasn't been another one since, unless you count the Elder Scrolls, unless Skyrim had come out, mm. and I got it, and I like, you know, it, it, it arrived I like in the how post. You're like, yeah, the new Elder Scrolls game, which yeah. by the way was called Skyrim, if you haven't heard of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was, it was one of those things where you start forming the sentences, and you're just yeah, like, yeah. this is going to come out weird, but, but I've, I've committed, it? I've committed now. It wasn't the other one, it wasn't the yeah, other yeah. one before. It wasn't like, a, a fucking Daggerfall or yeah, a Red yeah. No, um, and it was. I, I remember just playing, like, I, you know, I, I sort of had my morning lectures or whatever, and I got home, and it just, like, arrived, and then I just played it basically all day. Yeah. And then... Like you know, and I sort of did it a bit more after that. But like you know, it was it was it was one of those things where I was like, you know, I could still do that. And now, like you know, speaking like big budget games or whatever, like the new um, Star Wars Dark Souls game, uh, Jedi Survivor. Kept sorry calling it that, but that's what it is. Um, it, it, it came out like last couple, like, couple of weeks ago. Whatever. I haven't heard of it. Sure. No. It's like it's a game. My first time yeah. hearing of it. But it's a game. It's a Star Wars. Star Wars Dark Souls game. Uh, yeah, it sounds really. Good. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Star Wars game which, which basically has the like combat mechanics of Dark Souls, mm. um, which That's is quite good. fun. Yeah. So like, and there was well, there was one that was like that before, and I quite liked it. This one also quite like. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I think I've played it. You know, sort of maybe yeah about the same sort of thing as you play the Zelda game right like I play it a bit on and off I mean admittedly some of that is because it is like this is another another retro throwback the uh, performance on PC is absolute fucking dog shit oh, nice. um, it was one of those trade bad ports TMs that was GTA um, 4 was like yeah, that the yeah. last time I 
I think one of the last new games that I got mm. on PC was yeah. like GTA 4. Yeah. And I think it was like so bad on whatever mm. PC I had at the time. Yeah. That like when you move the mouse to like mm. pan the camera around the character, mm. it had like a literally like maybe an over a second of lag. Yeah. The frame yeah. rate was all right, mm. but whenever you move the mouse, you'd move it and yeah. it'd be like. <laughs> and, and, and I was just like, I can't play yeah. PC games anymore. I can't yeah. keep up with this shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's not even a performance thing. It's just like really insanely badly optimized. Like you, whether mm. I play it on like not like lower settings or higher settings or whatever, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a Same difference. Frame, yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, like, well, like, worse, like there yeah. was some, some, you know, some lads online who've got like you know like a dual forty ninety setup or whatever the fuck, and they're just like, yeah, it just runs like shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how they manage it. It's like you know, it's, it seems like once again we had a sort of golden age where everything was kind of like roughly worked fine on both PC and console, and now mm. just rubbish again. Um, nice. But yeah, um, that's fine. But like, I, I've not felt the need to like, you know, sort of spend all my time on it. I've not been like, I, you know, I can't. I know I'm not even like, I can't wait to get home and play a bit more of that. Like, I'm like, yeah. maybe if I've got an hour or two, you know, I might read a book, might put a bit of time into that. Maybe yeah. I'll see how I'm feeling. I'll see whether I've patched what's, it. What's, <laughs> that's the thing. What's weird about the Zelda, right? So I've, I've been really enjoying mm. playing it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have that can't wait to get home and play that. Yeah. I'll yeah. just be sitting like, oh, what am I going to do this evening? Mm. And, I'll, and I'll be like, can't can't wait to get home and play that new yeah, yeah 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 but we'll be, I'll already be been home mm. for several hours yeah so yeah, like, yeah oh oh yeah that's something yeah. I'm gonna do it right, becomes a thing that. among a constellation of things yeah, yeah. you know like um that's that's I think that's good I think that's quite nice um sherds sherds how do we sherds. say that this is um mm. don't know if we're gonna be good to it. yeah I'm just yeah, yeah, to, yeah this might be the last card yeah, yeah. The last yeah. uh this was something I put on ages ago the mm. cards are getting nice. increasingly ancient which is uh, mm. the thing. Uh, sherds are a new feature of the latest Minecraft that's either come out or is about to come out. Okay. Uh, which is that uh, shards of pottery yeah. are called sherds mm. by archaeologists. They call them sherds. Okay. And they've they and one of the new mechanics in Minecraft mm. that they're adding. So they're still adding mechanics yeah. to Minecraft, which is mm. maybe good, pretty good thing. Um, which is that there's an archaeology kind of mechanic where mm. you find like stuff and then you can piece stuff together, I guess. Okay. Find relics and stuff. It sounds like a cool idea. It makes sense for like mm. a digging yeah, yeah, game, yeah. right? It's weird they haven't added it before. Mm. Um, but then a big thing came out, which is that technically shards of pottery are called sherds. Mm. And the type of person that knows that is very vocal about it. The type of person yeah. that... And, and you look this up and it says on Wikipedia, it says on Wiktionary, right? It says like... This is specifically a term used by archaeologists, and in any kind of <laughs> and no one else, yeah, actual outside world, they would say shards. Mm. But that's technically the term. A lot of people who perhaps aren't archaeologists start getting onto Mojang or yeah, or whatever. Like this is the wrong term. This is really bad. This is just as bad as the parrot thing. <laughs> the parrot thing being. They added parrots to Minecraft, and they made it so you could give them a cracker, right? Mm. Polly wants a cracker. You give yeah. them a biscuit. You give them a cookie, mm. right? But it turns out you can't feed a mm. parrot mm. a cookie because it will die. Yeah. So then they had to change it. Which, like, but, which it's one of those... changed yeah. it so mm. that you could still give them a cookie, but mm. they would make the parrot <laughs> Which, like, it's one of those things where you're just like... I think it's in, like I, I I'm usually Children yeah yeah I'm usually I'm usually them. I'm usually skeptical of the like you know sort of stuff will get into kids' heads through this thing yeah, thing yeah, but yeah. like if you said that to me I'd be like yeah actually literally well I mean I don't know whether it's true anymore because they all play like Roblox or Fortnite or whatever but like yeah, yeah. a lot of kids play this game yeah <laughs> and like you it's, know it's still if, very, yeah very popular, it's, you're, yeah. I feel like 
in terms of just like a distributed impact, if you're looking to save some parrot lives, yeah, this is a measure that might it's actually do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's literally it's effective altruism for saving fucking parrots. Yeah, three to the three to the three mm. to the parrots, right? That's kind of what's going on here, I guess. Yeah. Um, is it because like I I think in my head right because all archaeologists are um the the the, the folk from time team yeah, um that's what yeah yeah uh i i i'm i'm thinking that like it's it's just a, oh, it's a west Con- yeah actually oh fair but enough most of his um mm. job is running like principal component analysis on like spreadsheets of measurements of like uh, Neolithic children's teeth. To Fair find enough. Out what they ate and sure. why they died at yeah. such a young age, which they all did. So that's that's my yeah. that, most of my insight into archaeology is it's that. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I was just thinking, like, is it is it just because is it sh- sh- sherds because it's shirts. like is this like someone saying it in a West Country accent, like Harry? <laughs> Possibly. Got these sherds here. They had, to, they had here. to buy all of these bits of yeah of the local land. Yeah. <laughs> if you had the right pronunciation, then, then what are these sherds? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're called shirts. That's something mm. I learned. That's really sweet. So I guess if you play Minecraft mm. now and you dig up one, they're called shirts. And that's, mm. so. that's a good fact. Mm. I don't know. I've not played Minecraft in a while. Mm. How's the Titanic going? <laughs> uh, I haven't been working on the Titanic since you last saw me working. On the <laughs> I was literally there in game. Yeah, yeah, we're still up to mm. D or no B deck maybe. You still got that server running. Uh, I had to downsize my Lino because mm. I was playing like paying like mm. forty quid. a Yeah, month. I was gonna say like I feel like you're probably I'm now downgraded mm. onto the twenty quid a month mm. Linode, and I can just about justify yeah. that. So I, I think mm. in theory it could still run a Minecraft server, but only like one or two people. Mm. If everyone suddenly wants to start playing Minecraft again, I can just press the upgrade button and mm. then twenty minutes later it will be. But if you still got, is it still like ticking over, or is have you just no, like I, you, you've saved the state or yeah, whatever? The state's all saved. Mm. It should be so. I, I'll have to upgrade mm. it anyway. So sure. it's been like off for like a year. So yeah. in theory, I mean, it, could, it could all be upgraded. Yeah, so. I was just, I was, I'm not, I'm not uh, out here being like, let's get back on the Minecraft. Yeah, I was just I was interested. Saying, I was saying to Alex because he mm. was like, yeah, maybe we should because he was, we were talking about some mod. Mm. There's a mod which. Um, Basically, it's like an incredibly mechanically dense mod where mm. you can build like trains, but like actual trains that like go on. This is some fucking Tears of the Kingdom nice. thing where you're building, you know, physics mm. stuff. It's not quite like that, but it's mm. like you can build a train where you actually can assemble the individual like locomotives and carriages. Oh, nice! And you can also make like flying machines and cars, and so oh. basically you can build stuff out of blocks, but then you can put wheels on it and then Sick. move around. That That's pretty shit. cool. And loads of people have made like uh, just. Stuff like factories that mm. are just really, really over the top. They've completed HS2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is my great disconnect of, of mm. this is actually this is one of my big theories, which is that mm. the younger generation mm. play video games because they have no material impact on the actual world. Mm. And if we just uh, you know if we just got rid of all planning regulations, mm. then it'd be all manner of people going out there building. You know, steam pumping engines for the tin mines again. (laughs) If we could only get the water out of the tin mines, then we'd finally be able to make some progress in general. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Night, folks. Night, folks.